Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the debut edition of the Carter Report. I am Nate Carter, your host, and this is my show. And on this show, ain't no rules, ain't no boundaries. We get off into the weeds, we stay on topic. Whatever happens, happens, and that's the way life is. This show has been something that I've always wanted to do for a long time. It just, the opportunity wasn't right. I didn't have the right equipment. Timing wasn't right. I wasn't doing call. Wasn't into wrestling. Y'all know how it goes. Things get in the way. And sometimes you just don't get the opportunity to do what you want to do. But when the pandemic really hit the fan and, uh, you know, I want to say about May 2020, June, I started to get my itch back to do call. And that led us to me watching a little bit of wrestling, mainly AEW. Y'all don't watch any WWE bullshit TV. And here we are. (laughs) It's about to be. Well, not about to be. It is May 2020. It's actually Cinco de Mayo as I'm recording this. And I'm back in the game. Back in the call game. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. You know how the quote goes. What led to this show? Well, as I say, the Carter Report is always something I wanted to do. And I was hosting a reverse session of the Jamco Talk. Shout out to Jamco. And I interviewed... A buddy of mine who I will be interviewing on this show down the line and Nathan Roberts. And the feedback that I got was so good. People told me, man, you did a good job interviewing him. It was an easy listen. Man, did you ever think about interviewing other people? And it was just like something went off in my mind. Like, yo, I always wanted to do this shit. I just didn't know how to do it. Didn't have the equipment to do it. Didn't have the drive, the passion, the dedication. I wasn't really in the car. But all that changed now. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you to Jamco for inviting me on his show to be the host. And I want to say thank you to everybody who reinvigorated my desire to have a podcast. Now, this is a car podcast. It is. We're going to primarily talk about car. All things car. However... Sometimes we might get off into the weeds a little bit. Talking about call can lead into wrestling talk, which can lead into music talk, which could probably lead to movies, TV shows. There might be times we just talk about food. Like, this is going to be random, but controlled, and there's a method to the madness, because the way I want the vibe to be for this show, the card report, is I want it to be like, you come in my house, You take off your shoes when you walk on my goddamn rug. (laughs) I get you an adult beverage. We sit on the couch and we just shoot the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like we go to a bonfire and we just roll one up and we talk about life. That's how this show is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Now, a lot of the people that will be invited onto this show have controversial opinions. And a lot of the opinions they have, I share them, but they are their opinions. This show isn't meant to stir any shit. But we're not also hiding from the shit. If the smoke comes, smoke comes. It is what it is. I'm not on here to control what people say. Unlike, you know, certain clubs that, you know, are involved with this hobby we do. 
I'm not going to be controlling what my guests say. I'm not going to run away from what they have to say. If they want to come on here and put someone on blast, that's their business. If they want to come on here and show love, that's their business. You know what I'm saying? But this is going to be genuine. It's going to be authentic. It's going to be entertaining. And I think you all are going to fuck with it heavy. Um, the first guest that I will be interviewing is AAA, a.k.a. a brother of mine from way back in here. And we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about YWF, COH, his newest stint in CWS, our history, his history, his wrestling history, his wrestling taste, sports, all that. It's going to be all over the place, but it's going to be controlled because I want to interview Amir, but give him a real interview. Funny thing, me and Amir were supposed to do this years ago because I had initially thought about doing the Carter Report years ago, and we never got the chance to get this shit done. So it feels real good to me to know that my first guest is going to be my brother, Miro, my hero, who don't know shit about Spider-Man. <laughs> but he knows about everything else. Man has great taste in wrestling, great taste in car, great taste in women, great taste in sports, sort of. <laughs> and he actually has a great taste in music. You know what I like about Amir? I like that we have so much shit in common, but then on the other side of the spectrum, we have so much shit not in common. It's a perfect balance. So we're going to talk about everything. Amir's going to be a classic interview. If you know Amir the way I know Amir, he ain't going to hold nothing back. He's going to speak from the heart so you know that it's real. And that might piss some people off. But I'm here to tell you, we ain't here to appease nobody's you know, sensitive feelings. If you're about to be pissed off, don't even listen to this. Because you know who's going to get it. It is what it is. It's written in history. It's done. And I want to thank everybody who's going to give this show a chance. I have a lot of guests lined up. Whoever wants to be a guest on the Carter Report, you can hit me up on Twitter at y'all must have forgot. Hit my DM. Or you can hit me on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I'm easy to get a hold of. Um, I'll interview anybody as long as you ain't from a certain circle of losers. <laughs> and we're going to get it popping. So without further ado... Welcome to the Carter Report Episode 1. Join me at my podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Carter Report Episode 1. And I'm joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, the icon, one of the most controversial people to you all, but to me, he's one of the dopest people who ever did this shit. And I've been waiting so long to get this dude on my show. I've been waiting so long to do a damn show, but I knew if I was going to do the Carter Report, where else do I go other than the man who runs YWF, according to Meltzer, <laughs> the man who had a stint in Call of Honor, CWS's newest signing, a fan of pro wrestling, that thing we all maybe still like some more than others, video game fan, 
and every good thing in between. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you all to my main man, Amir. What's good, Amir? Welcome to the Carter Report. Yo, what's going on, man? What's happening? Uh, first, before you even get started, man, I got I to gotta say I really appreciate this. And this is, you know, such a, a long time uh, in the making. This was supposed to happen like eight years ago, like Literally. legitimately. <laughs> so, uh, a perfect timing though perfect timing i'm happy it's happening now uh rather than you know then because you and me weren't just we just weren't feeling call at the time yeah uh, i was starting to slow down on wrestling in general you were too you were way you know way more jaded than me jaded <laughs> as shit <laughs> so, yeah, nah, this is this is really cool because we talked about doing this way like a really long time ago. real long time ago this was supposed to have been happening but folks y'all would have got it phoned in it is what it is it would have been phoned in i wouldn't have shown up with a tan you know we would have just been burying people the whole time which we might end up doing today anyway but at least there's gonna be a variety of questions some sort of substance to it yeah you gonna yeah. get your last book but it's it, you know you'll enjoy it so let's go back in time amir the question that i'm gonna ask everybody the thing that brought us all together how the hell did you get into pro wrestling ah uh, man grandmother grandmother um she was a fan she's a big fan her favorite wrestler this is a throwback like a like a, a triple og throwback argentina apollo that's some shit you'll have to google um, she would always be like, I always love this wrestler, Argentina Apollo. And then, you know, coming up, uh, you know, she loved the rock. She was a big, big Rocky fan. So, uh, we always like, that's why I grew up hating Stone Cold. Cause he used to just beat shit out the rock the whole time. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so in my household, we were all rock fans and whatever. And, uh, that's kind of how I, you know, came up watching wrestling. So I couldn't give you like a. Ah uh, man, the first time I saw it was the beer truck episode, or, you know, none like that. Wrestling has literally always been a part of my life, so I, I I couldn't pinpoint you, you know, one moment or one match or one promo where I was like, okay, this is this is what I love, you know, because it's always kind of been around. Uncle's a big wrestling fan. Nobody is now. Once the Rock <laughs> and Austin got out of there, everybody kind of just stopped watching, and I was the only one that kept going. So that happened. Man, we grew up practically the same way even in school that's what it was you know people had stopped messing with wrestling like that and uh you know i mean there were still a couple of people but it definitely wasn't like it was you know what i'm saying i was like the only one still watching but i wasn't bringing it up until people yo you see an undertaker return is the dead man yo dx is back i'm like yeah i know yeah <laughs> yeah you know what and it's it's funny because you're you're a little older than me here but not too much what are you like maybe four, you got what five, six years. They on got you? like maybe. five years on you, maybe, 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 maybe I got a half a uh, half a decade on you. <laughs> you know, just, okay, just so little. yeah, that's really that you say that because like in school the interest was still there, but we were younger, so all the kids like Cena. Wait, and I hate I was the only one. I was so like I was such the weird kid because I was a like, man with how do you hate John Cena? Because like, I was like, not, <laughs> I was like, fuck that dude. Like yo, I hope, I hope Kurt Angle kill him tonight. Like whatever, I hope. Like Chris Jericho kill him or Triple H kill him or just anybody who went against Cena, I was like with it. I'll even Umaga. I was like, yo, I like let's, like, let's get it. I didn't as a kid, but when he went against Cena, I was like, you know what, let's get it. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, 
like Umaga, you gotta you gotta handle this. <laughs> he had a crazy match. Uh, and that last was that Royal about... Rumble. Yeah, I was with. I was so for Umaga winning the belt yeah. at the time. Is that when he put the rope around his neck and choked him and all that blood? Like, oh, that match was fucking Possibly. insane. Yeah, it, yeah, it was real bloody. I, I'm pretty sure that was the Rumble match. It, yeah, it could have been another pay per view. Yeah. The scene of days are uh, real blurry. Uh, <laughs> I was Team TNA at that time. WWE, we used to dub it WWE bullshit TV. Couldn't do it. Cena just ruined wrestling. He just ruined it. It is what it is. It was a couple ki- other kids that will uh, watch TNA, but it wasn't as uh, the TNA following wasn't as strong. Yeah. But I was enjoying TNA way more around that time. Because so. it was the better show, you know? And. It was a better show for a long time, man. For about thing in like oh oh four to like twenty twelve, probably. Yeah, that's exact. That's literally the time frame. It was the best. So, who are your matter of fact? Not all of them. Give me five wrestlers that you absolutely loved when you were growing up. Growing up, specifically, not like yeah, got then, nothing to, you know, or not uh, even just growing up. Okay, so give me like your childhood all the way to probably about like. 2010 like who are your favorites who are mere guys man i got a lot of strange dudes too so like a couple names and they're gonna be like yo why like whatever but uh obviously chris jericho that was that was my dude uh the rock that was my dude those are like the blatant ones triple h grew on me um early and then the reign of terror happened and i kind of stopped messing with him and, and he then and Booker like, T, and you know, that just can't be forgiven. Yeah, and then I kind of got back into him a little later on when he was all washed, but he was still the <laughs> champion. Uh, Orton, uh, Legend Killer Orton was my dude. Oh, he was that uh, dude. He was elite, man. Uh, I was real into Billy Kitman, man. That's my guy That's for whatever very reason. Very random. <laughs> I don't know why, man. Don't don't even ask me. I'm not because no I don't know why. what you could say. Like, hey, I'm a <laughs> Billy Kitman fan. Okay. Like I thought top five. <laughs> you know why? I, you know why? You know why? I'm no, nah, I wouldn't call him top five. But I would say that Billy Billy Kidman is the first person I saw do a shooting stop press. No, and not I think the one with the knee that landed on Chavo Guerrero's head. <laughs> Concussed a his ass. Before that. It, it was it was in <laughs> WWE, but like I like I had already known who he oh, was. Oh, he had that song. That. <laughs> That's the Billy Kidman you saw. <laughs> I had never seen nobody do a backflip like that way because yeah. you know as kids you know, going in the backyard you flipping around you're doing all we like whoa we ain't never seen no shit like that and it's ugly but like, it's clean it's like it ugly is. but it's clean <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to explain right. that was a different kind it of got, move. it got character to it yeah yeah, yeah. so uh shane mcmahon was a favorite uh oh, i love because shane, he couldn't he i think crazy. i liked him because he couldn't work he couldn't work but he just put his body <laughs> on the line like he would do shit I'm like what he, are you doing a, uh, he had a move set full of just character and everything was sloppy. <laughs> but that was the but he played it off so well because that was the point. This is yeah. the boss's son, you know what I mean? He's not supposed to, you know, be able to do what he's doing. Exactly. So of course everything was ugly, so I always kinda messed with that. I was big on X Pac. Oh, the hood love X Pac. I don't know why. Yeah. Still to this day, niggas love X Pac. Yeah, they mention, yo, X Pac, you. I had a dude that Poe knows hit him the other day. Yo, I want to join CWS, but I want to be like X Pac. I'm like, oh my God. Like, these niggas loved X Pac, bro. I don't know what it is. I mean, he had a good moveset, but damn. <laughs> he had a cool moveset. His name was X Pac. Like, like, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> you know. 
the influence is there. He had a great uh, he, in DX at least. He had a great look. His attire was was crazy. Oh, he wasn't green crazy about uh, Later Sean on, he, Waltman he and TNA six pot. <laughs> yeah, six pot. You know what I mean? He did the. If you want to really, you know, get random with it, get freaky with it, Wrestling Society X. <laughs> that was some entertaining shit. I don't care what nobody says. That show is entertaining as shit. Wrestling Society yeah. X. People missed out like on fun. Yeah, I like that the uh, I think he did he did some stuff with Vampiro over there. So yeah. I remember somebody getting thrown into like a bed of electricity or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I watched it as an adult though, like not too long ago, and I was like, wow, this is like no wonder this shit was not on the air very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody like Sue. Oh, CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk. I was That's hoping you'd forget that fucker. Yeah, I, I wasn't all, gonna mention know. him if you wasn't gonna mention him. <laughs> yeah, nah, I was, I was super crazy. You know, CM Punk. I'm not one of those dudes that's like, man, he need to come back. Honestly, if he did come back, I don't know what he would do. I yeah, think, I don't, I don't know what he would do. I think either. he's dated. Yeah, I think you know, and that's not a problem. You know, it's just I, I think wrestling has uh, just moved on without him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Stay home, Phil. O two, you know what I mean? It's just like, why are you here? You know. Yeah, stay home, Phil. Listen to your fan. <laughs> <laughs> growing up watching uh, wrestling, growing up loving the sport, sports entertainment, depending on how you ask, there was another side of that, man, and it was the video games. Like, that's the bread and butter. Give me your favorite wrestling video games of all time. Well, I'm going I'm to, I'm a, you know, just go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why this isn't everybody's favorite. To me, it is the perfect. In fact, I could I could pinpoint one issue, which we'll get into. Shut your mouth is not only my favorite wrestling game, but my favorite video game of all time. Talk period. that talk. Talk that Anything. talk, man. That's why you here first. Talk that talk. We not talking about like, oh man, well, what's better? Shut your mouth or no, we talking like I'm putting no mercy against Mortal Kombat and GTA and anything in Final Fantasy. I don't give a fuck. Any game you want to put up, I am picking Shut Your Mouth. I don't care. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. We're talking that game talk. all time. It's the best game. The only, it's the best wrestling game. What's better? The Seriously. only thing I'll say, and I guess you can't even really, I guess you can deduct the point for it. Maybe, maybe not. This is very nitpicky, but there's no blood. That's the only issue I could, you know, because they have blood in the N64 games, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have yeah, it so in the GameCube games. Yeah, yeah. There was no blood until the most overrated game of all time came out. Here comes the pain, which I do like, but you know the way these people. I love here comes you know, the pain, but that was not always that mouth. thing. The roster ain't as good. A, the storyline not as good. B. Uh, the graphics ain't as good. It looks like a downgrade. The gra- I can't even remember. Like it looked like I, they have this I, weird like gloss on them, and then there's no voiceovers at all, no yeah, commentary. You know that, that bothered me a lot. I'd rather have commentary than blood. There was no commentary yeah. in the game. Yep. Um, you know what? The finishing moves were a lot cleaner on Shut Your Mouth, whereas Here Comes the Pain, they were a lot more like ar- archaic yep. in a way. And it's funny because like, people say Here Comes the Pain the is the realest. And, you know, it's more real than shut your mouth because shut your mouth, people fall off a fist. I'm like, fool, you get picked up by a helicopter and here comes the pain. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Like, like, stop, stop these narratives, stop. <laughs> and, and granted, like, here comes the pain is an excellent game. It is, but it ain't shut your but mouth. It, ain't, it, it is what it, it is. It ain't shut your mouth. And then I have a soft spot for just bring it because that uh, that's a fun fact. This is how you know, like, hey, he loves wrestling, yay. Uh, just bring it. No, just bring it is yeah, my first video game ever. Oh actually. wow, how about that? Game, PlayStation Two. I got it when I was five. So I've been playing video games about five. My first um, game was Mortal five, Kombat six. Trilogy. What console? Uh, I think it was on Sega. Yeah, it was my uncle Sega. Yeah. If it wasn't okay. Sega, it was PS1. I can't really remember, but that's the first game I ever had. And, and look, man, just bring it. Look, that's a fun-ass game. People can act like, you know, it's dirt now. <laughs> That shit was fast-paced. You can, like, double reverse moves. You can reverse a reversal into another reversal. Like, it had great backstage scenes. It was a lot of fun. I like the roster, you know? Just, it is a, a game that I spent many hours on. Yeah. Um, well, you know what the thing was with that game, man? It had a great roster. It was the perfect. It was the hottest time in wrestling yeah. history at yeah. that point it came out. Growing up and playing it, I still enjoy it. I've played it like like lately, like within the last few months, and I still As enjoy it. But I might I play it tonight. <laughs> understand why people don't like it. Like I get it. Like the commentary is like Undertaker is a nice guy. Like yeah, I, it's I, bad, I but see, <laughs> here's the counterpunch for that. In SmackDown two and one, there was no commentary. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not tripping over it at all, but I can understand. Why I can understand. Yeah, you're right, but I, I don't know. People just shit on that game. It was a lot of fun, man. You know, and, uh, and you know, hey, people can shit on what they want to shit on, but Just Bring It was a fun ass game. What's the other games? I I loved uh, a few of the uh, SBR games. 07 to be specific. 07 was amazing. Yeah, 07 was really... 06, too. 06 is cool. 07, I like 06, but not like 07. A really updated version of 07. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, 07 is the upgraded version of 06. Yep. Uh, 08 was cool. 09 was cool. 2010 was cool. 11 was great. 11 12 was, was great. Uh, 12 was... I got tired of 12, 12 real quick. 12 was dirt. WWE 12 was so bad. It's probably one of the worst games I played. It was so and then bad. The last Great wrestling game, in my opinion, is 13. Yeah, 13 is great. A lot yeah, of people say like, 14 is the last great one. I think I'm like, I mean, 14 is just exactly what 13 was, but I like the Attitude like, Era mode more than the 30 Years of WrestleMania mode. 13, I mean, 14 is 13. So yeah. That don't, that, that don't count. <laughs> but, you know, 13 is that game, and you know it has an op on the cover, and I fuck with it. So that should let you know it was a great game. <laughs> You know what it is too. Thirteen got more arenas. Like I get like cool. You they give you all these WrestleMania arenas, but like the first like eight WrestleMania arenas look the same. Legitimately, <laughs> like literally the same <laughs> shit, different toilet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? I love No Mercy. I oh, love No Mercy. No Mercy's I love that game. Uh, uh, NWO Revenge. Oh, that's that game. Did you so, play I, WrestleMania 2000? Yeah. I have a yeah, soft like spot that. for that game. Like what you said for Just Bring It, that's me for WrestleMania 2000. Because I feel like everybody just looks at No Mercy or WCW NWO Revenge and they forget that game. And I'm like, yo, that game was fucking amazing. Yeah, but also because that, that game is like a prelude to, to No Mercy, though. Yeah. No is Mercy true. is a, a, uh, just a, a very polished version of WrestleMania 2000. So I get it. I get why I get looked over. 
just like the same reason, like that's why shut your mouth get looked over because it's supposed to be like, here comes the pain. It's supposed to be the polished version. Yeah, that's you know, according but to I the dirt sheets. Yeah. Much more. <laughs> it's, it's better. It's way better. I don't look. Well, we'll fight niggas over. I don't care what people say. I know what it is. Shut your mouth is the better game. Deal with it. You heard Amir say it. I ain't even have to say it. I bought him on the car report, and he's preaching to y'all. I don't even got to say these things. I just got to sit back and let the man talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, special shout out to the TNA game. That game was a lot of fun. The only thing I didn't like was kicking out. <laughs> and then the move yeah. was a little limited, but that shit was a lot of fun. Midway could make some damn games. Yeah, no, yeah. Special shout out to that game. Wasn't perfect. But wasn't terrible for a first attempt at at all. They did a great job for a first attempt. For real. I'm with you on that, brother. I agree all the way, ladies and gentlemen. You heard what Amir just said. You heard him give accolades to the greatest games. And I know some of y'all are pissing and moaning. Oh, my God. Shut your mouth. Stop their favorite game. No mercy. Guess what? This is the Carter Report featuring Amir. If you want to talk about what you like, hit me up. And just maybe you can get on the show. Now, all those years watching wrestling, playing wrestling video games growing up, how did you then get to YouTube from all that? Because everybody has a different story with how they discovered the YouTube wrestling community as it was once cited. I hated that fucking term. But how did you get to YouTube? You're going to hate this story. Because it's so weird. And and it kind of makes me cringe, too. Okay, so... Uh, this is 2000, late 2010, right? Yeah, you know what? May have been the summer. When did Brett come back? Brett came back in the winter of 2010, like right January 4th, actually. Yeah, January 4th, when TNA put on the better show with Hogan and Hall and Nash, you know, and Homicide getting stuck at the top of the cage. (laughs) Okay, I I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? You may be right. That was... 2010 right yeah okay anyways so it was whenever bret hart came back people you fucking i don't know uh (laughs) to wwe right kids like i said you know people i've been growing up with they've kind of grown out uh, grown out of wrestling my family doesn't watch anymore kind of like you know when the rock and austin left everybody just kind of stopped fucking with it uh, you know, kids grow up, they kind of phase out of it, whatever, right? So, <clears throat> I remember I missed the episode where Brett came back and, like, uh, got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> right? So, I'm going on YouTube, and I'm trying to find the clip. And I actually saw a lot of, like, raw reviews and shit, right? So, I'm trying to find a real click, clip, and I'm, like, clicking through all these people. Um, and I'm like, you know, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, people just sit on the internet and talk about Raw? Like, this is cool. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, this shit is kind of cool, bro. This shit is kind of hard. Like, there is, like, this this underworld of wrestling fans. And they, like, love this shit. It's actually like, what it is, cool. underworld. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yo, and they fuck with this, like, like seriously, like, like me. Like, oh. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like 13, 14. So I'm like oh, I want in. Like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny. The the cringy part is the first two people. Oh, no. The first first two acts I saw, dude, the raw reviews and shit that I kind of skimmed through. The first one, (laughs) 
uh, the wrestling gurus, right? Oh, What's Jesus they... Christ. So I said, hey, I told you it was going to be crazy. <laughs> bitch the, uh, the bitch. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a homie with him, or his brother or something, right? Yeah. Dude, other guy. Either way, right? Them two. Next dude, Spinner Net. <laughs> you know what's funny? I feel like everyone has like come across Spinner Net, and that was their way of, you know what I'm saying, getting on YouTube. So, I mean, I, yeah, that ain't crazy, right? but the wrestling gurus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh, nah, that's how I discovered, I guess, the the, the YouTube wrestling community. Even that's kind of cringy, too. Community! Yeah, yeah but yeah, like I, like I thought at the time, though, as a, you know, early teens and shit, like, and I'm like a huge, I'm a massive wrestling fan, just like everybody else. And I did not know this shit existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I had never met anybody who was as into wrestling as I was. So to find out that all these people (laughs) out of nowhere were like, just is equally, if not more into it as I was, was like, it was mind boggling. He was like, yeah, like, let's go. (laughs) I want in on this shit. (laughs) And then later on in that year, uh, I made my first video. It was a 2000. Night of Champions review, and I remember I just I think I just reviewed the main event. Look and at that, that. Was, and that's, that's how I got history. started in this shit. It was the, you know what? And in, in the the funny part is, man, it it it, it jump started a lot of shit like in my life. Like I met a lot of cool motherfuckers. I met a lot of weirdos who I just <laughs> I have no interest in ever talking to again. Yeah, and it it, it gave me the confidence to start my radio career so there you go <laughs> look at that no matter what happens you can start somewhere and it'll take you where you need to go to destinations anywhere in life folks no matter where you start you can find where you need to be and it's real interesting because i've known amir since back then and let me tell y'all something them youtube days with some crazy ass days i mean oh lord a lot of the stuff that went on i don't even want to mention a lot of it i'm not gonna but it's just like you you had people exposing their genitals and cutting the fifteen minute promo beforehand, and then exposing their genitals. You had people, you know, defecating on Rey Mysterio posters and doing other weird activities. I missed that one. Whoa, Skyline Jericho. You remember that guy? Oh my God! Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, oh, he did that. Man. You know, you had people <laughs> e-banging because their car was broken. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, Jesus Christ. You, and you had sex it, scandals. Was, everything everything you just said was all 2011, I think. Yeah, and it was all one year. It was Yo, all one year. Because Night of Champions is late in the year. It's like mm-hmm. October, September or something, right? Yeah. Every year. So, like, I would have just started doing the YouTube thing when it got yeah. with yeah. See, yep. 2011 is, I feel like 2011 for like the IWC, YWC is like 96 for Tupac. Like everything <laughs> fucking happened in that one year. Like, and the shit was around for years, right? I didn't know about it because I was doing fucking call. And it's funny, my, my way of getting into the YWC, I'm going to mention one of your favorite people in the world who we'll, we'll mention him more later. Um, I was just doing call and uh, I was burnt out. I was saying I'm done, blah, blah, blah. Here we are in 2021, right? And I came across this channel called Sabu TNA Forever, who you know is Travis. 
and I saw him reviewing some wrestling, and I saw him and his brother wrestling, and I'm like, man, you know, this, this I, I could do this shit on YouTube, and I found out he's from Jersey, like, man, I'm like, oh, he's a cool-ass dude, Ooh, this is back in 09, and, you know, there was shit going on in, like, 09, 2010, but it wasn't, like, 2011, like, sex scandals, people exposing themselves, you know, it was just a crazy world, uh, you have any memories <laughs> From those YWC days that you like to share with the people? Uh, yeah. It, mainly with with other people that I do like. Because, yeah, the people that, because the people that I didn't like, I didn't. I just didn't fucking talk to them. Like, <laughs> it wasn't like these people where it's like, they in a hundred fucking calls with a person that they don't like. And they like, getting in all these fucking arguments and, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, weird shit, right? Anyway, so like, if I didn't like you, that was the last call. Exactly. <laughs> you know? We didn't talk to each other. I'm just not that type of dude. I'm very, like, if you don't, all right, fuck me. Okay, well, fuck you too, and that'll be the end of it, right? Oh, that's your Zodiac so, sign talking now. That's your Zodiac so, sign. Just, just being real. Like, why well, be around a motherfucker you don't like? No, you I'm real. Just, I'm not that dude. Exactly. I'm just not that dude. So, um, I fucking found Marco. Marco! We'll get into Marco. Do oh, you yeah. want to get into Marco later? Or... Oh, come on now. I got you on here. How, did, how does that not happen? Come <laughs> I'm on. saying, do you want to get Marco later? Because uh, I could tell you how me and him met. Real Dude, quick. you can tell that story. Tell, tell the yeah, story okay. about well, how you and brief. Marco met. Marco, the real, man who runs like... the YWF, who is this... one of the funniest dudes of all time who I like. Yeah, this is one of the, the coolest things with Marco. People don't know, and I've never said this publicly. I, I think this is my first, like, um, somebody actually interviewing me. Wow, look so, at that. We break uh, about, about like history. this type of Bob, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um I actually discovered Marco. People don't know that. I found him. I did it. It was me. It was me all along. I'm the reason why I'm <laughs> yes, this today. It was me. Marco, it's me, Austin. It was me all along. You can Austin. ask Marco yourself. Okay, so like funny, I'm gonna give you a few name drops here. Uh, Miz the Champ, who is Anthony, and he's a great dude. Mm. Uh, Carlos, um, who's a great guy. Rob, who is <laughs> Rob Detters, who you guys probably know him as, who is a, a misunderstood young man. <laughs> ah. and, and Ryan uh, Firehawk, who is also a, a good dude, sweetheart. Um, we had this little YouTube wrestling group, and we were trying to find people. And I remember I started going through raw reviews. I think I literally just typed in raw review and just started going through motherfuckers Talent seeing searching. who was cool and who seemed cool. And sure enough, <laughs> I found Marco and I thought he was fucking hilarious. I thought his review was so fluid and he had good opinions and it wasn't all negative, which was a big deal. I was like, yo. It was a what? Like, it wasn't all negative. No, no. Wait, what would you say after that? It was what? It was what? A big deal. Hilar <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, all right, so it's trolling. We got to get that in there, baby. <laughs> oh, we'll get all our gimmicks off, trust me. I'm a walking gimmick at this there, point. There we go. <laughs> so I find Marco, I think he's funny, and that was a big deal at the time. It was like if somebody had something positive to say about the show, it'd be like, cool, well, let's kind of try to tap into him. Because so, we didn't want people who were bitching the whole time, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of that going so, on. I, I, this is back when you could like DM people through YouTube. Like YouTube had like a message system or something. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, I don't know. Google bought them. Fucking, you know what? Go ahead. Damn, that was that long ago. This is before Google. 
Yeah. Damn. Okay. Anyways, um, I found Marco. We DM him back and forth. Um, and then that turned into a relationship. Now that's been, you know, that was that was ten years ago, literally. So, <laughs> I also found my homegirl uh, Chester Cheyenne mm-hmm. uh, through the same way. I was looking for people. We got Marco. All right, boom, boom, boom. All right, well, we should get a girl. Okay, well, let's see. Like that's gonna be fucking difficult. <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's try to find the girl. And I stumbled across Cheyenne, and I DM'd her same way. She didn't do it. She said no, but we kept talking because her like background, because this is back when YouTube like had, it, YouTube was like a MySpace page. Yes, yeah. it's a beautiful so, thing like, back then. I yeah, she it. had a background, and it was the Akatsuki Cloud, which is uh, this thing from Naruto. If you don't know what that is, don't mm. worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But There's somebody out there who's in the anime who we'll bring up later. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Uh, excuse me. I almost said it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, me and her hit it off right off the bat on some Naruto shit, not even wrestling. And, again, that was 10 years ago. I talked to Cheyenne, like, every other day still. You know what I mean? Uh, then Miles found him the same way. So, through the YouTube group, pretty much, I found a lot of cool motherfuckers. Yeah. A lot of cool people. And then we just started making videos, and that was really that. Like, it wasn't nothing crazy. Like, I ain't got no, like, big, like, you know, it was this nigga and this nigga, and they got into it, and then, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I genuinely, I don't have too too many of those. Were you in involved with the NBO? Were you in on that? Yeah, that would have been me, Marco, Sir RKO. Sir RKO. Man, that was and a funny that, dude. Another one there. That's a great dude. Man. That's a cool dude. I remember that NBO. That shit was mad funny. Y'all niggas was entertaining as shit. I and watched so all them videos. Man. It was like, when you brought that up, because right, you brought it up not too long, like two weeks ago, and I was like, ah, yeah, I was in that. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot. Couldn't tell you what videos I made or anything. Oh, what I, was doing. I just remember it was funny as hell back then. Yeah, I do remember it being fun, though, but, you know, I was the youngest in the group at the time. I was probably like 15. You're the youngest, um, period. It is what it is. Yeah, I was probably yeah, I was probably like fourteen or fifteen, and they all were grown and shit. They all had lives and jobs, and you know, <laughs> uh, so like, so like that was a thing that didn't didn't last very long, and like at all, like that shit probably lasted like maybe three months. Like, but it was really fun. Man, those are the golden days of YouTube. Everybody had a group back then. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, had. You wasn't shit if you wasn't ganged up and exactly. You had to be ganged up. It is what it is. You know. <laughs> so making videos in the YWC, did that bring you directly into call? How did that happen? How did you get into YWF? Because I'm sure YWF is the first show you were in, correct? Technically, no. Oh Technically. shit! I think give uh, us the tea. So okay, so um, technically, my first call event is of something that our boy Nathan Roberts did. Oh, where dear he took- God. Where he took us, I think it was me, Debtors, Firehawk, him, and a couple other people that, uh, Sexual Ginger, which is uh, Sam. Um, I remember that dude. Yeah, he was another <laughs> guy. Cool, cool he was guy. funny as shit back in the day. Funny enough, he like a, a like a, he be entering like strongman competitions and like, like some Arnold Schwarzenegger like body competitions and shit what now. <laughs> he, he, he's old as hell. Like it's hilarious. Like, 
But, you know, shout out to Sam, though. That's another good guy, man. A guy that uh, a lot of people don't know about. Real early YWF stuff. But, yeah, he took all of us who, you know, who would just be in the calls just chilling, right? Mm-hmm. And he started putting us in, like, No Mercy King of the Ring tournaments. And technically, that's how it started. But it wasn't no promos, no advertisements, uh, just nothing. No storylines, nothing. Literally, mm-hmm. he was recording matches, and whoever won, won, and that was it. <laughs> Interesting. Nathan so always involved with something. Very, very like technically that's canon i guess i don't know i don't consider it canon but i'd feel like a liar if that i'd say if i said that i was a part of why that fucking god I don't, I don't i don't know i, I swear to god i don't know <laughs> yeah right so yeah so marco actually i remember you told a story about how you had to explain call to vaughn mm-hmm. same thing marco literally had to explain to me what it was because i had no fucking idea what he was talking about Oh, wow. <laughs> that could either be real cool or real, like, oh, God, this guy just doesn't get it. And uh, we look like geeks. And <laughs> So, like, I had no idea. He was like, Marco just jumped in the call one day. He was like, I think I want to do a call show. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He was like, yeah, it's like we create our guys and we cut promos and we act like our favorite wrestlers. And I'm like... Okay. Like, like, that's like, fun, right? Like, yeah, that sounds cool. This call thing sounds cool. I could do that. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm AM Punk then. <laughs> like, and, that's how, <laughs> and, and that's how it happened. I swear well, to God. Look at like, you. You took my second question. We was going there. I was about to say, how did you come up with AM Punk? It just happened like that. Boom. But you know, and and you know more than anybody, like, because you got a brother, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, I'm with my cousins or whatever, right? And we, like, all right, let's wrestle, motherfucker. Like, what's up? You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'm The Rock. Okay, I'm Stone Cold. Okay, I'm Triple H. All right, let's have a triple threat match. Like, and that was it. That's how I treat the call, literally. It was That's like, how okay, we grow up, you know what I'm saying? I'm AM Punk then. Fuck it. Like, okay. <laughs> like, that was it. like, it's no, like, like, you could tell. With my like character uh, names, there's no fucking thought process in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I know I have terrible names, people, and it's okay. <laughs> well, I, well, there's one name that I think is a terrible name, and we'll, we'll get to that one. But um, I don't think you got terrible names. I remember though, back in the day, that name had heat on it, boy. People oh, did yeah, not people, like that you were named AM Punk. Uncreativity is a heater. It is what it is. Uh, stealing coming from is, stealing yeah. is a heater. I stole the name. Like mm. it is what it is. Like that's heat. Like people. But I know don't like people that. don't want to talk about stealing and not creativity. You know, say we'll, oh, we'll, we'll get, get into that. that. Don't yeah, worry. We, oh, we oh, oh, oh <laughs> we'll get into that. You know, but it's funny how the narratives are that it's uncreative when you do something. See, there's a whole method to this kind of stuff, and I'm gonna be like, that guy. I'm just letting y'all know. The, I'm gonna be that funny. guy today. We going there today. Yes, we are. But anyway, continue. I'm about to say now because the shit, you know, got over so crazy um, that it's pretty much my gimmick now. Where like I just fucking take somebody else's name on, on some parody <laughs> type shit, <laughs> and uh, and it works. And, and I do the and I pretty much like AM Punk, like you know, just play off CM Punk. Obviously, I'm the total opposite to CM Punk. I could You're a better be, version of CM Punk. Anyway, I'm way like I'm not. I'm uh, like on YW. I'm nothing like CM Punk. I'm I'm literally I'm Triple H on that show. These long ass dragon title reigns and 
these burial promos and people I see, you know, who probably are supposed to beat me aren't going over. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. No corporate. I'm not punk rocket like at all on the on YWF. I dig the character. You know, I just think people. Oh, yeah. You know, character is my baby. Me and Marcos, baby. Yeah. Pause. But yeah, yeah pause, like, pause. That was a collective effort. That character is a, a collective effort of me and Marco. Um, and that's a great character, and we did great shit. We'll get into all that, though. Yeah, but continue. Go ahead. So you've been in YWF since the beginning, the very first episode. Since the beginning. How long ago was that? That was late 2011. Late See, 2011. everything happened in 2011. Man. That was tail end of 2011. I want to say November or December. Now, so. what I've done is I saved a lot of the stuff from YWF and COH and put it in a certain segment that's going to come up. So if you guys feel I'm skipping over things, don't worry. We're going to get to those. But I do want to ask you something very interesting. What's up? The first time you won the world title. Talk to me. How did that feel? Money in the Bank Cash and on Ryan Sousa. Um, I know Ryan Sousa. I, I I don't know Ryan Sousa, but we had a couple calls where he was in there, but I can't say like I know him. He was a YouTube dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of us were. Yeah, He's a Saints fan. He used to argue with me all the time about football, motherfucker. (laughs) So, um, funny enough, though, the way that happened, um, Marco at the time for like the first season, maybe first two seasons, no, first season. The very first season of YWF was all simulation. Yeah, so, I remember Nathan talking about that. He he did not like that. It's interesting to me. It's very interesting yeah. letting things happen. Yeah, that's how Marco, because Marco, let me tell you something about Marco. Marco thinks he's Paul Heyman. <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marco Rose thinks he's Paul fucking Heyman. And he very he is he is very close to Paul Heyman. Um in the way that he is able to book uh you know, around fuck shit. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so the simulation stuff, it would fuck us up because the people who were cutting the good promos were getting jobbed out. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Ryan Sousa, but he never cut promos. So like And he was we winning. Like, and he was and he was cooking like he's a two time <laughs> champ, like real real smooth, like real early. Um so it was kind of fucking up the balance of the show and me and Nathan and debtors and all of us were like, yo, you should probably start like booking the matches. <laughs> you should probably start, you know, picking the winner and the loser. And he was like, nah, because it'd be more fun to book the stories if they were random, right? I mean, I um, see the appeal in that low key. I can see the appeal. Oh, yeah, in that. absolutely. Like, you don't know absolutely. what's going to happen. It's like very, you know, you got to. It's, it sounds like a challenge. Like you challenging yourself. Hmm, can I just dirt? Marco Rose yeah. thinks he's Paul. <laughs> So ultimately, that became too difficult, it, and it and it failed, and people were pissed, and and Marco was like, okay, we'll start picking winners and losers. But before that happened, I was actually kind of the savior of YWF in a way. I won the briefcase through simulation. Mm. So it was Marco all actually, in God's hands. Look at that. Marco actually let me pick when I wanted to cash in. I was like, I want to do it at fully loaded, the first fully loaded show. And I cashed in, and I actually, my dude won the belt. So I was like, well, at least I cut promos. Like, yeah. they weren't good promos at the time, but fuck it. Like, let's go. Right? <laughs> so, like, I'm AM Punk, and I'm the world champion. I immediately 
when I got the belt, that was the the it was kind of like that situation of the championship is trying to make the guy type thing. I wasn't very good yet. I wasn't good at all, admittedly. But you know, you know these narratives and this ego thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I was fucking garbage, and I, I won the belt too early, way too early, but it was simulation. Lucky for him, I was cutting promos, and I kept winning. I kept winning somehow. My dude kept winning matches. Whatever. <laughs> so, like, you mean you didn't book that? That's, that's what they say, bro, that you booked that all. No, that first season was simulation. And then, funny enough, at the last, the very last uh, CPV, and I, it may have been Super Brawl. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, I went against Firehawk in a 30-minute ultimate submission match or something, or Iron Man match or something. That's not an easy remember. match to put together. <laughs> it, it was simulation, and it came out really good. Oh, and wow. Firehawk won, like, three to five. Oh, shit. And he beat for the belt. And uh, this is how YWF stopped being simulation. Firehawk uh, ruined that. Thank, thank you, Firehawk, for ruining that. I'm a, I'm a five-time world champion. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he ruin it? Give us the story. He left. Oh, shit. So, uh, okay, this is the thing with Marco. And anybody who's ever been to YWF is going to feel this, right? Marco will tell you no in a fucking heartbeat. He like, yo, Marco, how about no? Like, straight <laughs> up. Like that, right? So, so, so uh, uh, debtors, Carlos, Firehawk, and... Sam, gender, they got in a call because they hated the simulation shit. They they got in a call and they were like, yo, you know, they booked like the next season of YWF like front to back. And they spent like all day doing this shit, right? <laughs> so uh, I got in a call and they were already done. Like they were like, come here, we, we booked YWF. You know, all our voices were half the time. Come here, we booked YWF. Like, what do you think? <laughs> you know, and they booked it. And in their image and whatever, and the storylines and the angles and the championship switches and everything, front mm. to fucking back. They put that work they in. Were, they were like, get Marco on the call. We don't want to tell him. And then they were like, Marco, we booked the next seat. No. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. No, it's really good. Nah, man. No, wait, no. Well, it, 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 like, look, like, just give it a chance. No. <laughs> And that was the fucking trigger. And all of them left. I was the only one that stayed. Me and, Car- me and Carlos were the only two that stayed. Hmm. Everything happens for a reason, huh? Maybe they had to go. And Firehawk won the fucking belt. Hmm. And uh, they went and they did their own show for about three episodes. What was it called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. I you. never even heard of their show, so that should tell you all it didn't how last successful it was. No disrespect. So they, they, they felt they could do better. Uh, they went on and they did their own show. Firehawk went with them. Um, unfortunately, and he was the champion at the time. Um, Damn, the world champ they, left like that. They got into it overbooking, though. It was overbooking. It was over because Marco is, is not the most open person to creatively work with in that aspect of like who's going to win and who's going to lose. That's going through Marco and Chronix, period. Ain't none of that. Like, even I don't, like, I've swayed a couple of matches. It must have took like, some work, I mean, though. <laughs> I mean, like, and I mean, like, two. Like, like I may influence a finish, but, like, if I'm supposed to lose, I'm going to lose. I Trust me, I politic just as much 
as everybody else politics about their own character. Be so, careful. Like, I, will, like, <laughs> I will like, no, well, I'm just being honest. I politic just as much as like, I don't affect anybody else, but cause, because Marco don't play with the results for real. Like if you're supposed to lose, you just don't lose pretty much. Like it's super fucking rare that somebody will actually reverse a decision. So at least if you're gonna lose, like I'll try to like rebook the finish or something. Just like, oh hey, well, motherfucker, you know, have me go out with some style or something. Like, damn, like I gotta lose like that. <laughs> in Canada and my own finisher. Nope. Yeah, right. So like <laughs> <laughs> So uh so they left, they did their own show, YWF continued, but that was the end of the simulation shit because he didn't want people, you know, you know, just randomly quitting and then they got the belt and then you gotta find a way to get it off. Yeah. Yada yada yada. It's and a that's disaster. also started what YWF is famous for, which is burying people on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed them off. Pissed all of us off. It's like, damn, Joe, been cutting all these fucking promos and shit and you know. See, Doing YWF all this, doesn't okay. like that. The way I do it is they getting cut up on commentary for like four straight episodes. The whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so YWF kind of got a reputation for killing people on the way out, but that was the origin of it. So we, we, uh, we had to do like a special, like a one night, I think it was called One Night Only. It was just me and Firehawk. And imagine that's that's technically the first booked match in YWF history it was an off-season match. Mm. It was just one thing. It was me, Firehawk, for the rematch. I cut up one promo. Hey, I'm fucking cashing it. I don't care if the season is over. I'm cashing it. My my rematch clause on said date, you know, right there in whatever town. And we're going to have one match. It's going to be a one-match show. And I beat him. <laughs> um, and then I dropped the belt the first episode of the next season to Carlos. And Marco was like, yeah, you were the champion for a minute. Like, you know. I, like who do you want to lose? That was a long reign. They ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my last reign was a long reign. Oh, you, you had a Von Hollywood reign, according to the dirt sheets. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, we ain't gonna bullshit. Sorry, we're successful. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know, the people hate success. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about why they hate that success. That's facts. Um, so it is. I what dropped it is. this Carlos on the first episode of the next season. Um, and, and that was that the show been booked ever since, which is honestly the better way to go. But Marco is a dude that, again, he likes to challenge himself. He loves booking and he, you know, he even booked around so much fuck shit nowadays, you know, he's really good at it. Yeah, he is. We've had people leave and then he'll just book right around it. Like no problem. You know, Marco so he can turn chicken shit into chicken salad better than anyone I've seen. <laughs> Facts. Facts, yeah, we'll get into certain people. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, damn right we will. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to chicken shit, you know, you know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck with you. <laughs> we'll get into it. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. What, what was your next question? <laughs> nah, it's going to be hard because you've been there for 10 years now. Look at that. CWS had the 10th year anniversary. Check that out. Smash that like button, by the way. You know what to do. Don't fuck around. You know what to do. But it's been Super 10 years. There you go. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into some plugs later. Pause. Um, what's been your favorite moment in YWF's history? Uh, winning the global championship. Hmm. Talk about that. Awesome. Was that before or after Big Dive? 
<laughs> this is after. This, this, this was after. after five. This is like two thousand. This is like two thousand. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this was actually when I won the global championship. We were actually burying um, the dude uh, Fisk. We were burying him out the mm. company because he left. So um, Marco fucking hit me. Right? Funny story. <laughs> um, Marco hit me. He like, oh fuck, this fucking dude, this Fisk, like he, let me let me give you that story actually. This is yeah, the yeah. first dramatic story, and it's about the I don't know his real name. Andrew, that's that's his name, Andrew. And, okay, thank you, Andrew yeah. Fisk. Right, he was complaining to the guys or Marco or Chronics or whoever. Mm-hmm. He were like, oh, nobody else is getting over except Generation Next, which is me, Marco, Chronics, and Mocha Bang Shots and Chester. And shout out yeah, great people. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yeah, nobody else is getting over. Like they win all the time, and yada yada yada." And we were like, "You know, dude, like, because he was supposed to win the belt at one of the major pay per view. It might have been Super Brawl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, you know, it was Super Brawl. It was the last Super Brawl prior to this one. He was supposed to win the belt against a dude named Mike McGregor, right? Mm. Um." It was the global championship, so it was like Marco had come up with this idea where it was like two world titles, like a Raw and a SmackDown, for example, and then we had like a traveling champion in the middle. Mm. Like so, he did Mayhem and Explosion. You were the global champion, you were on both shows, um, but it was kind of treated like an upper mid card type of thing. It never felt like the the main title, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was technically a world championship. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, he was supposed to win the belt. But it got switched because I was winning the belt the same night. So they rebooked it. Um, I beat Austin. We'll get into that, too. <laughs> we'll say that. Well, that's a whole different thing. Um, so anyways, I was supposed to beat Austin that night. And I think Mo- yeah, Mocha Bang was supposed to win the belt that night, too. This is going to be like the cleanup, like evolution at armageddon when they cleaned up and won all yeah. the belts right this is supposed to be like our night so he was supposed to win the belt too but they were like ah too many new champions let's rebook that one right because it's in the middle of the show we'll rebook it so they rebooked it and that's in marco and james came up with this cool fucking segment where fist just beat shit out of three people by himself and won by disqualification he was gonna win the belt the next cpv or the next episode i don't know Either way, he got the belt. <laughs> so he was he was like pissed off about what had happened, <sighs> or what like beating up three people by himself. He was like, nobody's over except them, and nobody can get over. Nobody else wins. Whatever, whatever, right? And <sighs> we were like, you just whooped three people by yourself, and you're getting the belt still. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just too much going on on that show for you to win the belt. Whatever. Anyways, fast forward. Marco want to bury him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> whatever you want, boss. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm like, what you want to do? I'm like, well, what are you gonna do to him? He was like, we're gonna have him lose to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Marco, boy! I, if there's any of mere heat that can't be had, there we go. Marco and Chronics know what they're doing. That's <laughs> all. Marco thinks he's Paul Hammond. He's like, okay, look. That's what we come to. <laughs> You're going to beat him on Mayhem. 
on a not even the CPV. This is champion versus champion. This is not on the CPV. This is a regular episode of Mayhem. You're like, you're going to beat him, and you're going to bury him, and then you're going to throw the belt down, and it's going to be vacant. We're going to throw the belt away. I'm like, oh, cold man. shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cold-blooded. So I fucking go, and I'm like, okay. I cut the promo, and I think it's I, I still hold it as my best promo as of right now. Um, if you can go back and check out the episode, it's called I think it's called Championships and Unifications or something in Unifications. Uh, YWF Mayhem. Go check it out. So That's a brutal promo. promo. I'm telling y'all, I remember it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I cut the promo and I send it to Marco, and I'm like, because it was out of character for me almost, because I don't never get loud for real. <laughs> But this this one I got loud because and I kind of broke it down. I was like, okay, well, everybody who's held this belt isn't here anymore. Let's play with that. <laughs> so I called out everybody who ever won that belt, and I was just like, fuck y'all, and you know, just berating them. Right? Just, <laughs> I just went on this crazy rant, uh, you know, of how much they sucked and how this belt means nothing. And it can go away with the pussies that held it and all the shit, right? I'm going in. And then Marco had me throw the belt down. I was like, fuck this. I was like, fuck this belt. Like, my belt, because like, I had a belt because it was a, a, a unification match. So I'm like, fuck this belt. My belt is more important anyway. Like, I'm going in. <laughs> like, so I beat Fisk. I bury him. I throw the belt down. And then the dude, Alex, who I'm supposed to go against at the next pay-per-view at that mm-hmm. time, he ran down. And then I don't even get beat up. I just get out the ring and walk off, and that was it. (laughs) I was like, wow. And that was the last episode before our very long break, actually. So we coming back, and it's following that show, though, these episodes that have been uh, posted as of late. Great episodes, by the way. Check that out, y'all. Show some love to YWF and do that. Um, It's a great, great show. And it's very entertaining. It's very well done. Commentaries top-notch. Bookings top-notch. Make sure y'all tapping in and tuning in and showing some love. Even though I got loud-ass cars passing by outside. Make sure y'all showing some damn love to YWF. So you tapped into a story that you said we're going to get into later. But we, we could get into that right now. You had some uh, something going with Austin. Austin Reed. Austin A. L- Austin and Levi. Austin and um, Levi. See, I have their that, names and that whole circle later, but we can get to the Austin story right now. Well, if you don't mind. They almost, they connected. They're connected. You can't, it's yeah. kind of like Hall and Nash to a much lesser extent. You really can't oh, you me know, and Vaughn. out okay. one without the other. Yeah. Um, so it was like some call shoe page that was created, uh. right? I, now, I'm always late to the party when it comes to this, like, people talking about me thing. I didn't know mm. about a couple things. I didn't know about all the slander. I always called the slander, like, really late, like, weeks, maybe months later. Like, yeah. when I saw it, because I just don't pay attention, you know, whatever. So, uh, it was this cost you page, and I was added to it. So, I'm kind of skimming down. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? What is call shoot? I think I'm the person who added you because I saw that they was talking about you. I think that's how that went. Could be wrong. Yeah, so either way, I'm scrolling and I see Levi. And it was at the time, like, he had made this post like a week or two. uh, Like, the the post was like a week or two old already. 
and he was going in on me. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't know I had a problem with this nigga. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, uh-huh. He was like, oh, he's a bully and this and now. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? I, like, I was like, I always thought me and Levi were cool. I had no idea. I was like, I was like tormenting this dude. <laughs> Shit is hilarious. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> so he was going in on the post. Can't remember what he said verbatim because why would I? But, hey, sorry, but he was going in. So, um. Then it was just kind of like, like I responded to it, but I responded on some like, you know, like the fuck is you talking about? (laughs) Like I never fucking bother you. And then it kind of trickled down. Yeah. Uh, So with the YWF thing, Austin, the Austin story is kind of funny too. So, uh, Capital dude, if you remember Mitchell, Capital dude, everybody. Shout out to Mitchell. Another, another good dude, right? I like Mitchell. He was the internet heavyweight champion for IWF at the time. It was booked a year in advance that it was going to be me and Capital to main event that Super Brawl, and I was going to go over and join Generation Next, which is the faction, right? Booked a year, one year in advance. (laughs) Somewhere along the lines, I guess Capital got bored and didn't care anymore. He stops cutting promos. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. Well, we know the routine. <laughs> okay, well, get the fucking belt off of Whatever, <laughs> right? Well, they don't want to smoke the angle, right? So they like, well, we can't give it to Mir yet. Cool. Fuck it. Uh, they looked at the roster. And like, eh, put it on Austin for now. It's kind of how it went. I was in the call. It was kind of like, eh, how you feel about Austin? Ah, why not? Fuck it. Okay, well, let's do that. That was it. It wasn't because Austin was putting up this great work. It's just like, you know, he's tolerable. And, you know, he'll hold it until the pay-per-view or the CPV, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. He'll lose the mayor and then that'll be it. That, he'll move on. Maybe this will cap him and he'll, like, you know, be a consistent main event dude. You know, it could be a positive. He was a transitional champion, though. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Not a problem. I was a fucking transitional champion before. I held a belt for one day, or no, like a week one time. Um, Marco was, you know, being ridiculous and wanted to do a third show that failed within like a few months. Like he had a whole third show that people forgot. I don't even know what the fucking name of the show is. I've been watching the best I don't remember the name of the show, and I was the champion on the show. We getting a little and too ambitious Marco... with three shows. <laughs> Marco wanted Heat to open the show. This is a detour story. Uh, Marco wanted heat going into that show. So he was like, hey, man, you know, we're doing this third show. Here's what I want to do. I'm like, I mean, what you want to do? He was like, I'm just going to hand you the belt. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yo, yo, the heat on you is crazy right now. We're just going to hand you the belt. And then people are going to be pissed because you just lost the belt. And then I'm handing you a belt. I'm like, I get it. Oh, yeah, they'll be mad. They're going to make them post on call. Shoot, they're going to be mad about it. So they like, okay. So I'm like, okay. He was like, yeah, so you're just going to cut a few promos. I only need you to cut a few promos with the belt. And then on the first, on like the very first show for that third show, you're going to lose. And then, boom, evils vanquished. Uh, everything goes back to normal. The third show is launched. Great idea. Great, mm-hmm. very quick idea. Yeah. Right? Because I wasn't. 
Yeah, whatever. So I was a transitional champion, right? Not a big deal. Fuck it. <laughs> whatever, right? Anyways, to get back to Austin, he didn't notice. He did, they didn't, you know, fill him in that, yo, yeah, I mean, like this is what it is. This ain't supposed. This ain't in canon. You kind of feeling in for for Mitchell right now, you know? Exactly. So, uh, Levon Austin took issue with the the booking, and they told him that he was supposed to lose maybe a month out, two months out. Yeah, I mean, and uh, he they, he was just on some Bret Hart shit. That's really the way. That's <laughs> it. He was just like. Uh, him and, and Levi was backing them crazy, like, and they were really against me winning the belt. And they were like, I was, you know, I wasn't in these calls when Austin was going, when Austin was uh, going off. But they were telling me like, Austin was saying like he will fucking lose to anybody but you, anybody. Mm. He said everybody's better than him. Like he's been a champion so many times, and he's stale, and he's not, he's overrated, and. You know, him and Levi were just like going the fuck off. Like none of this was when you were in the calls, though. Of course, I never yeah. heard a word of this shit. Right? Yeah, you know how that goes. For the record, I never heard a word. I never heard him say none of this. This is what I'm being told. You know, coming back, like, you know, motherfuckers ask me what I'm doing to these guys. I like, yo, what did you say? Like, what did you do? Like, I'm like, I don't even talk to these niggas. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So it was really strange. Um. Either way, booking went on accordingly because, again, like with Marco, they tried to convince him, put me in there against so-and-so, put me in there against this dude, put me in there against just anybody but a man, I can't lose to a man, whatever, for whatever reason. It's really fucking weird. Um, either way, everything went according to plan, um, and I beat him, but when I beat him, the match was really short. As if you know, if you've ever watched YWF, it's a really, it's a really condensed show. People had a problem with that back in the day. I remember people would be bitching. Oh, the matches are too short. That's what I'm getting into. Mm. Oops. Now I beat you to the punch. I beat beat him in like two minutes and like 30 seconds or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) I beat him. I joined the faction because the match was so secondary. The, The purpose of the match was for me to join Generation Next. That was what we were getting towards. He was almost irrelevant in the whole angle because we knew what we were doing next. Yep. Somebody was going to lose to me on that particular show, and it just was what the fuck it was. Doesn't matter. Austin, you know, you got a free title run out of it. That's how I felt. It was like, you know, you filled in for a guy, you got a nice title run, you know, and you were brand new. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't I didn't understand the, the anger. Anyways... So it, they do that. The match is two minutes. Mm-hmm. Now they're mad about that. Mm. They're always mad about something, it seems. Huh? It's always something. You can't win. It's always you something. Can't. So uh, the thing with Levi, though, right? Mm-hmm. We would do these things at the end of every season. We would do like the uh, like the awards. Oh, right? I remember this. I specifically remember this. Yeah. So, and, and you know, people, if you're listening to this right now, you you tell me if this is psychotic to you or not. <laughs> so it's like match of the year, 
superstar of the year, whatever of the year, promo of the year, yada, yada, yada of the year. And there's these polls and there's these uh, options, right? So I win superstar of the year literally every season. Every season. I've never lost. I think one year, me and Chronic's Todd. Mm. Other than that, I've, I've literally, I've never lost this thing. Because I tell people to just fucking vote for me. That's it. <laughs> like any politician does. What president do you know that'll just run? No, vote for me. Go vote. Please vote. All That's I'm what you do. You're not, you're not black if you don't vote for AM Punk. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't black if you don't vote for AM Punk. <laughs> Dude, so look, so like, you know, I, I, even like just anything like my fucking rock and roll hall of fame, like the bands are like, yo, go vote for me so we can exactly. get into shit. You know what I mean, anything any poll anywhere where there's like results it's always like yo vote for me like that's like what you do in this situation right yeah levi was fucking irate he sent me like an eight paragraph essay oh my god who's reading all that that was an old con uh tweet (laughs) shouts out con (laughs) shout out con about how like I'm just this mean fucking politician and I remember when he was airing it out on me in the DM um that was the one that I remember like vividly I was like is he fucking psychotic <laughs> he, he said I swear to god this is one thing I remember verbatim because it was so fucking ridiculous <laughs> he said also how dare you tell people to vote for you on i was like yo he cares these people aren't normal they're not normal and that was the first i was like yo i'm dealing with people who aren't all there yeah (laughs) damn now people people who are listening to this you tell me if that shit's crazy or not yeah put it down in the comments right now in the comments let us know is that crazy to you and levi by the way, if you hear this or not, because those that circle tends to like, act, like act like I don't exist, even though they keep talking about me. But when I say something back, they don't hear it, which is fine. But if you ever decide, hey, I'm a listener to this, Levi, you never fucked with me for real. I never fucked with you for real. Uh, speaking directly to him at this point, I, Austin, I don't really have a problem with him. That was the only one thing he never bothered me after that, though. Um. <laughs> with the whole Canada thing, right? Anyways, Levi, right? You listen to this. Never had a problem with you to begin with. I still don't know where the root problem is, where it stems from. Don't know. Really don't care. But I will say this. I was in a, a, a Twitch uh, with Chronics not too long ago. Chronics was live streaming like a video game or something, like an old SmackDown game, right? So he like, yo, pull up. So I pull up in the live stream and I'm Supporting Chronics, because that's my boy, right? And uh, I'm watching a stream, <laughs> and Levi's in the comments like, oh, wow, man, long, long time no talk, man. Like, how you doing? Like, and I just didn't say shit back. Because, nah, nah, you buried me for years for no fucking reason. Don't talk to me now. And that's it. There we go. That's what I like. That's that Taurus in you, boy. Stubborn to the end. <laughs> Remembers nah, everything. Stubborn's a good thing. There's nothing I'm not wrong with being that. stubborn. I'm not that shit, bro. I'm not that dude. I couldn't believe he said anything to me. I don't mind that he in there because Chronics and Levi have their own relationship. relationship. He did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I'm not mad at that. I don't mean you gotta I'm... talk to me. I remember that shit. 
Nah. Somebody said it. I heard it. <laughs> Facts. Don't talk to me now. Don't do that. Exactly. And as all this stuff is going on, you're on the top of the world in YWF. You're the man. You're the man booking the show, according to these people. You're making all the decisions. Everything you know? they didn't like, I booked. Yeah, everything they don't like, you booked. You know, you, you <laughs> control the length of the matches. You control everything. While all that's going on, AM Punk on top of the world, on the other side of the tracks, you're known as Amir the Natural McDermott. You want to know how I got that name? How the hell did you come up with that name? <laughs> I mean, I know is... how just, just hearing it and knowing where you're from, but, but tell the people how, how you hey, got that name. Hey, guys, remember early in the podcast when I said I put zero thought into these fucking names? Here's one for you. Amir the Natural McDermott comes to COH, right? Um, Travis hit me. I'll get into that real quick. Travis hit me. I did not ask to be a COH. <laughs> Uh, Travis hit me. He said, "Hey, do you want to come in?" Um, he, I remember him saying he was like, "I want an AJ Styles type of character. Like, can you do it?" Hmm. Like, and I remember responding and saying, "Wow, do you think I'm that bad?" <laughs> <laughs> and I think he sent me back like question marks and something like, "What?" And he was like, "I was like, ah, never mind. It was a joke because AJ Styles can't cut promos for shit, right?" So like, I, this is a long time ago. AJ has gotten better. At least he got some sort of personality now. Whatever. With, with this is a terrible long time hair. But that's besides the point. Anyway. Yeah, that that he looked like fucking Billy Ray Cyrus now. <laughs> Look at him. Have you ever seen him? Yeah, he, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he looks so bad. He needs to cut that hair. He has to cut that hair. It just, it just got to happen. I don't know what the fuck is going well, he, on. He, he, now, so he should probably keep it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense if he healed, whatever, though. But that's besides the point. Let's not get too off the rails. Travis hit me. He wanted, he wanted an AJ Styles type character. It's COH. Um, so I'm trying to match. So I got like like O4 AJ Styles type gear on. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not calling myself fucking AM Punk over here. No new. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like so I'm like going through my fucking Skype thing and I have all these people who I'd never fucking talk to because I would just add anybody who was in the call. I would add, 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 yep. you know, just gaining contacts. Exactly. So um, it was this kid. I don't know. I don't know if he even fucking stole up to this day. His name was Doug McDermott. So I, was just, I don't know why. I just, it was some dude in the call one day, literally. I probably talked to him one time in my life for like, a half hour of like in a group call with like fucking 12 other people mm. who knows <laughs> so I'm going through my Skype contacts I'm like yeah, McDermott I'm in McDermott yeah, fuck it and that was it <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the creative process the creative pro- yo it's fucking wrestling fuck it it's, <laughs> it's wrestling it is wrestling right? and I could have changed and I thought about it I was like shot. I should probably change the shit, right? Like while I was in COH, I was like, man, fuck it. Like, <laughs> why? Who cares? Man. Um, so that's how the name came up. That's how you came up with the name. You over there. Now, there was friction between YWF and COH for a while. When you joined, was that friction going on or did you join before it started? Actually, funny enough, this is some real gangster shit information you're about to get. I've never talked about this. Dun, dun. Travis helped Marco launch YWF. YWF. Really? He helped him. Marco was going to track because I think COH is around already. So Marco would go to Travis and I think he would be like, hey, how do I like 
start some shit like this, right? Like, so actually, Travis was kind of like, he didn't launch YWF. It wasn't like he had, like, he wasn't, like, uploading our videos and but shit. But he told him how to do certain things. But, yeah, he was just like, yeah, you probably don't want to need, like, a Facebook page with a group page to get the promos over. And, you know, you're probably going to need this and that. Just little things, you know, to, to, to gain an audience and, and call. Mm -hmm. Travis, I, I think Travis may have created our Facebook page. Oh, he, wow. was definitely, he was definitely an admin on there. It was me, him, Marco, and later Chronics. Mm. And then when Travis started acting like a bitch, we kicked him off. Oh, damn. Uh, but that's a different thing. Uh, so, yeah, Travis was like, Travis had a hand in YWF super early. Uh, like, super, super, like, season one, season two type shit. Travis was a champion, too, at one point. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, every for a minute. That's interesting. I would have never yeah. known that. So I so, wasn't watching at that time. So the relationship between YWF and COH was fine. Wasn't nothing crazy. Like we actually had a, it was a working relationship. Funny enough, I think in season two, I think that was season two. We did a, a like a joint show. <laughs> it was YWF versus COH, um, and that was a fucking disaster. That show sucked. You know what's funny <laughs> about that show? It was supposed to be COH versus CWS, and because. I don't want, I'm not going to say the names. I don't know if they, fuck it, I'll say it. Uh, Vaughn was not a fan of, of working with Inaccuracy. Nathan wasn't a fan of working with Alex Enterprise. And there was a lot of other people, just they wasn't a fan of the guys in COH and how they were. They weren't a fan of how the One Bully Nation was being used. And then over there, I'm sure they had beef with a lot of CWS guys. So that never happened. So when the YWF show happened, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, Mm, I don't know. I know how them COH guys are. It might be toxic. And that's exactly how it turned out to be. Unbelievable. And it's not YWF's fault either. Of course not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we did a joint show. Couldn't tell you any of the other matches other than Mon. I was in the main event. I was the champion at the time. And I went against Steve in accuracy. Um, I had never seen COH before. So he told me, Marco hit me. He was like, yo. We're going to do this thing with COH. I'm like, who and what is that? It was like, oh, it's this thing with Travis and it's his show, right? And our guys are going to go against his guys and there'll be a big plug. Like, he was thinking transactional because they were bigger than us at the time. Yeah, yeah. But was thinking transactional, like, hey, this is a really good plug for us. Like, this will get us, you know, get other people to look at our shit mm -hmm. at the end of it. And then I don't know who fucking idea that was. It, I don't want to say it. I hope it wasn't Marco idea. The finish to me and Steve's match, that shit was a double count out in the main event with two <laughs> a world champion. Hashtag I, I protecting both the interests. I mean, that's actually not a bad idea when you think about uh, it. Terrible <laughs> idea. Because why fucking, why are we here then? No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Because it was the main event too. And this is like the COH world champion versus the WWF world champion. And these motherfuckers are, you know, these, these are the two best in the world today. Yada, yada. And we, we, we don't know the to fucking get in the ring before 10. Are you serious? <laughs> but then the neither one of y'all lost. Who came up with that? Marco or Travis? One of y'all got to fess up to that shit. <laughs> y'all, but whoever did that shit, you're wrong. Like, you're you're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, safe. That's a safe way out. That shit was ass. Why, why would we there? I was like, why am I doing this? I cut a really shitty promo on Steve because I didn't know who the fuck he was. I I was just it was it was weird. I think I skimmed through a couple of his COH promos and they were awful. 
and then I went and, and just cut an awful promo. And he, he cut a he cut a shitty promo right back because he didn't know who the fuck I was. And it was just it was terrible all around. It, it was no so chemistry, bad. no energy, no nothing. It no nothing. Like thrown together. Yeah. Me versus inaccuracy. Fucking so that garbage. was a cash grab, huh? <laughs> it was supposed to be transactional, and it ended up being the total opposite. I get why Marco did it. Of um, course. Yeah. But it, it was a it good just, look. It just didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Now, you being in COH, I remember you were the Pride champion. How did you feel your title run went? Ass. It was terrible. Why was it terrible? Terrible. <sighs> okay, so I wasn't supposed to get the belt. Mm, who was uh, rockstone had it rockstone was rockstone quitting. wasn't in the woods ladies and gentlemen he wasn't in the backyard anyway continue so rockstone was uh the champion mm-hmm. I, I don't know what happened i don't know if he he like couldn't focus on call at the time i don't know if he just wanted to quit but either way he was kind of out of the mix but it was it was like a mutual thing it was like hey i really don't have time for this anymore travis mm. was like cool Travis did, you know, he gave him a notice and shit. So Travis gave him the option to pick who he wanted to lose to, and he picked me. Look at that. Chicago, look it out for Chicago. Exactly. And I, at this time, like, we kind of fast forward in here because I was fucking super burned out on COH by the time I got that belt. I was already like, fuck this show. Um, Pause. <laughs> why, why were you feeling that way? We'll get into that. That's a part of the drama with the... You're the, right. You're right. You're right. Look at we'll that. Get, I'm the host so of we'll, these format in the show. I love it. Well, yeah, I do fucking... I do a lot of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I have it written it. in the notes, God damn it. I got you. <laughs> so uh, we'll fill those gaps later, but I was already jaded. And then um, Brian uh, Rockstone hit me. He was like, yo, you're going to get this belt. Funny you said Pride Championship because I had no fucking idea what belt I had. To <laughs> what about? I swear to God. I remember that belt because I remember Vaughn had the belt for a little while and he didn't even know he had the belt. And he was never asked to do a promo or nothing <laughs> like that. And I told him one day, like, yo, you're the Pride Champion. He's like, the what? <laughs> you know how Vaughn goes, what the fuck? I'm the what? <laughs> yo, funny because I really, I don't eat, I swear to God, I didn't remember the name of that fucking belt. So thank you for saying that because I would have stumbled over the place. So, uh, yeah, so Brian hit me. Yo, you're going to win. Cool. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I win. Cool. Whatever. Me and Brian cut a couple of shitty promos on each other. I was so just not. I was so just fuck COH. I was like, why am I doing this? And then I, <laughs> I won the belt. And then I didn't, uh, because it was, COH just ran very differently from YWF. Marco is extremely, Marco and Chronics are extremely hands-on. Whereas Travis is more of a free for all, not a bad thing, right? Mm, Nobody you said that, fucking. The next question was thoughts on how Coh is booked and ran. Look at that. You know exactly where I'm going before I go there. Hey man, it's chemistry, baby. There we go. So me and me and you know, I didn't know. Nobody hinted me that Coh was a free fall because if I know, if I would have known that, the tail end of my, I guess, Pride Championship run would have been my whole run. It would have been excellent. I didn't start cutting promos until he was ready to fucking take it off me. I think he may have forgot I had it because I had that belt for legit like six months and I didn't even know. Like <laughs> I didn't even know about it. I would check in on COH every one point. Mom, do I still got that one belt? Like, like they haven't like <laughs> kicked me off of this shit yet. Like I was just like I don't I don't cut promo. Don't nobody hit me up to cut a promo. Um, 
and then Travis, like, later on, he would, he lied, and he was like, yo, you should probably cut a promo. And I'm like, oh, why you should have been telling me to cut promo. I don't know when to cut promos. I don't know who to send it to. I don't I don't know the angles. I don't know what's going on. I was like, yeah, well, y'all come up with your own shit. I'm like, well, why didn't you say so? He was like, well, I told you that a long time ago. I'm like, no, the fuck you didn't. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so, um, yeah, he lied and said he uh, told me this a long time ago, and it's pretty much a free-for-all, and... I was just like, well, you know, whatever. So I started cutting promos towards the end of my reign there. And I started just fucking killing everybody. All of a sudden, I'm the most over per- person on the show within like three promos. Um, but they took the belt off me. Funny enough, lost to Fisk. <laughs> Funny how things work, isn't it? <laughs> well, I actually beat Fisk later. This is the first encounter between me and Fisk was in COH for the Pride Championship. And I think I lost in, like, an Elimination Chamber. It was weird. It was like, why is this undercard championship getting an Elimination Chamber match? <laughs> and then I was eliminated, like, second or third. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, Fisk won. And then um, uh, I was like, I, hit, I remember hitting Andrew. I was like, yo, um, like, because now I'm up now I'm up to date and I know that, hey, you just make up your own angle. So I'm like, cool. So I hit this. I'm like, I'm guessing we're supposed to do like a rematch. So I'm, and I'm guessing you're supposed to go over. So let's make it like a cool thing. And he was like, cool. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> so I don't know. COH, the way COH ran, Travis didn't say shit. So I didn't know shit. So I was like, I ain't, you know, this shit show. So I'm assuming like, the people you need promos from, you're going to hit up, but, you know, uh, you got some sort of hand and some angles or some sort of results, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who the boss was, because Marco and, and, and James, they're the clear-cut, like, everything got to go through them first. You can't just run off with shit. Whereas Travis, which, I mean, it's not a bad thing that the show was a free-for-all, you know, and that people had that creativity, even though I don't think so, because a lot of those guys fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> they did. It is what it is. It is what it is. So I'm not gonna knock the way it was ran because you know they they looked like they were having fun as bad as the show was. They were having a blast for a long time. <laughs> so so I guess it was ran the way it needed to be ran for that circle of individuals for those personalities. I'm sure I know the answer to this next question, but uh, do you have any great memories from your run in Coh? Um, I'm trying to think of something legit, but no, no, no. I didn't do anything great. I, didn't, I don't really have anything to be proud of mm. from, from the COH run or anything that I could really look back on and be like, that was cool. Um, I didn't do anything cool. Um, I, I was supposed to win the money in the bank. That got switched. Um, How'd that make I, you feel? <laughs> I didn't care, dude. I was a fucking fan <laughs> on the better show. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Trust me. I was not losing no sleep over fucking COH. I promise you. Is that the um, worst thing that ever happened to you when they changed that money in the bank decision in COH? Like, what's the worst thing that happened to you in COH? Not not getting booked to do yeah. our angle. Not getting booked to do our angle with me and you easily. That was the only thing I got up for COH for. That was the only thing where I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. We were pushing um, for that like a motherfucker, man. And shit was agreed on, too. And then, Yeah, that's the thing with Travis. It's like, bro, just be transparent. If you don't fucking like me and you think I suck, nigga, say that. I'll leave. He was always kind of like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll do it. And then, because, But he didn't really want to fucking never do anything. With me, at least. 
it was like, then why the fuck did you say yes? <laughs> why the fuck would you tell me I'm going to win the money in the bank? Yeah. Hey, I wasn't going to win the money. I didn't even ask. He told me that shit. He was like, yeah, so you're going to win the briefcase. I'm like, all right. And then I just didn't. It's like, why the fuck would you tell me that then? Like, if you changed your mind, let me know. Because yeah. now I'm I'm gearing up. Like, I'm, like, thinking of promos. And shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, and I'm thinking of the angles I want to do. Um, and it was the, the, you know, that was beforehand. Then it became the me and you thing. You pushed the angle. And I really thought it was going to go over because it was, it's kind of like, you know, when your homie spend the night, you're like, nah, you ask my mama. She'll say yeah to you. Like, <laughs> exactly how it'll be, too. Exactly how it'll be. Yeah, that's how I kind of thought. I was like, well, he ain't going to fucking do this for me. He's going to do it because you want to do it. And that's when I kind of, you know, that was when it was like, okay, this motherfucker just he just is not sold on me at all when you were pushing that shit crazy and that's your boy and he still was just like yeah fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> and I that ended up like that was the reason you ended up dipping right yeah mm-hmm. one of the reasons because that and then what happened with the global title it was like uh, yeah that too yeah, I, I was and then before you would envy but, you know it was it was just so much man so did he much. tell you were gonna win? And then yeah, like that. <laughs> because I was I was angry, so I left because of what happened to you, and 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 he wanted to keep me. So that does prove your you know he doesn't fuck and with then you. And he booted statement. me out just straight. He was like, "Yo, that dude is gone." He like, booted was, you out. I quit and, because of that. He's like, "Yo, don't leave. Wait, wait, wait. I'm starting a you know another sh- you know show with the world title. I'll put it on you if you stay." I stayed. We get to the pay per view. Goonie wins. I'm like, what? What the fuck is this, man? And I left. <laughs> and and I remember, I'll never forget. Amir was like, oh, you'll be back. I never fucking went back there. <laughs> I, I I give you that, and I owe you one right there. But you were right. You were right. You never went back. I was like, me and Marco was like, this is a work. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Me and Marco like one thousand percent was like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, okay. Brett hearted me. Yeah. No, nah, that was some fuck shit though, and and you know. Like, my thing was, okay, if you think I suck, unlike you guys, I can live with that shit. Trust me. <laughs> if you don't like me, cool. But there's something about me when I say that you suck, that shit sticks with y'all and it bothers y'all. Travis called me something one time. He was like, yeah, hey, he's made it hard at best. And I was like, okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I right, like, go on a video like, game, you know what I'm saying? Big card, yes. Oh, okay, mm. <laughs> what a weird fucking response to, to an Ask FM question. <laughs> mm. Ask <laughs> FM, the home of drama. I love to ask. Why do you them. bring up Ask FM? I got, I got something for you later. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. of course. But uh, what was the, what was the original, the most disappointed thing for COH? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know there was no creative in that. I was the creative. So if I think if I would have been tapped in on that, I would have did way more in COH. I think way you more people actually did what they accuse you of doing in YWF. You would have booked everything. Oh yeah, and I would have fucking destroyed everybody. When mm-hmm. lose a draw, would have came out of it looking better <laughs> than everybody because I was cutting better promos than everybody, and just was it just was what it was. But I would have capped out at around mid card. He wouldn't have put the belt on me. Which even is a shame. If, even if I deserved it, he wouldn't have did it. You did deserve it. You was cutting better promos than them guys. It is what it is. I was cutting man. better promos as the Pride Champion. <laughs> and we're opening every battleground with the, you know, 
But what group was that? The Accurate Enterprise cutting 30-minute promos that no one wants to hear. It's like, oh, my God. Man, this yeah, I was skipping right shit. through all that shit. Yeah, me too. Sucks. I wasn't watching Alex. none of that shit. I was watching my right. shit, your shit, and I was looking at a couple other people. I was skipping everything. I'm not Alex watching this shit. a little better than Steve. Alex Just a little. Like, <laughs> Alex is maybe two notches above Steve. Steve is like rock bottom gutter shit. That motherfucker <laughs> garbage <laughs> he's so bad it. yo <laughs> i don't i don't I, I just don't get it i don't get it you know what it's I'm saying? funny bad because he's so bad because you could tell like he one of those delusional motherfuckers like he like he you could tell that he thinks he's killing this shit in <laughs> that part yeah so i'm pretty sure you heard that coh closed its doors rolled off into the sunset which <laughs> that the way that happened was hilarious um I still want to see that last episode. I got you. you. I'll, I'll send you the link. Still, that's the only episode of COH. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that shit. I heard everybody yeah. in cut. It's in my favorites. I got to dig for it because he put it on unlisted, but I got you. Um, everybody says they're done. You know, they end up coming back. That that's, It is what it is. People will be done for five years and then get the itch again. If COH were to ever come back, would you ever be open to returning COH? Only if I'm working on top. And it is what it is. So no, because so, he <laughs> never he does he doesn't see me as a main event player, and cool. So that won't happen. And uh, and that's the thing. It with any cost show, by the way. So if anybody out there wants me to join their show, if I'm not within like the top six dudes, because that you know that's the thing. Like when I say top, I don't mean fucking world champion. You could be the fucking intercontinental champion yeah. and be a top top guy. You know exactly. What I mean? like, fucking Razor Ramon was a top. God, Mr. Yeah, he Perfect was. was a he's an IC guy. champion. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, you know, inter- you know, Randy Savage was a fucking top guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, I could be mid card champion and be a title. I need to be within like the top six dudes on the show, though. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying like I gotta win the fucking world title on the first night and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's just not that serious. But mm-hmm. I have to be like somebody. You gotta be. I gotta in the be mix. in the mix. I gotta be in the mix. So in other words, to... no. Okay. So no. So yeah, because I mean, and Travis doesn't see me as that type of dude. I can fucking live with that. That's mm. <laughs> so, what it is. You've gone from AM Punk. You've gone from Amir to Natural McDermott to current times. CWS. You finally debuted at CWS. Never say never again. As before. The... Before we get into that, there was a little thing I did like while I was in YWF. It was like, I don't remember what the company was called, but I came up with a great character. Mm. And this is why I don't, it was some dude named Justin Rochambeau in YWF. Justin Collins? Is that his name? White guy, right? Long hair. He did a show called ACW. Fuck, was that the name of the show? I might be. he did a show and it lasted like four episodes. David um, Bence was involved with the show, probably. I, now that I don't remember, but I know um, I came up with a great character for it. What was his and, name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, I don't recall. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember the character because I remember being really fucking excited to do it because this, in fact, it was the only original thing I ever fucking tried to do. It was. <laughs> Well, the original name. The name was original, but the character. Um, it, I was supposed to be like an angry developmental talent. Um, <laughs> that that did not make the show. That did not make the final cut mm. for the roster for the main roster. Right. Coh's dream for you. Anyway, go ahead. 
So I was like this disgruntled development talent who didn't who didn't make the launch of the show because it was a brand new show. And I hit him up, I, Justin. I, this was his show. It didn't last very long, and that's why I was like, I'll never fucking join like a startup call. <laughs> now, like, this show got the show got to have like a certain amount of episodes before I jump in, right? Word. So, uh, yeah, I was this disgruntled talent, and I would come through the crowd and just fucking disrupt matches and shit because I was like heated that I didn't make the cut and you know, whatever, and that was gonna go on and be a whole thing, but it didn't last very long. But I was really like, like, oh shit, like that'll be cool because it's a startup show and that'll be my gimmick is that I didn't make the main roster. I didn't make the final cut and now I'm pissed and I'm just going in and fucking up matches mm. uh, and I'm fighting towards a, a contract for the show. And that was I the like angle, that. but we never made it. It didn't go nowhere. It didn't go so, nowhere. It's one of them things yeah. buried and cause history. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. See you. CWS. CWS. She finally debuted at Never Say Never Again. How the hell did that happen? What a long time coming. Um, <laughs> For real. What a long time coming because as much as I talk to you on the regular and as long as we've known each other, we've never really done anything creatively. Nope. And now I'm finally on your show and I'm under I'm under your wing and I'm under your, your watch and shit. And we got some crazy shit coming up. Crazy. Um, so... <laughs> So as for how it, how I joined CWS, well, YWF had just came back or was just on its way coming back. The pandemic bought call back, by the way. 100%. 100%. So YWF coming back, and I'm focused on that. I'm not really thinking. I'm watching CWS, but I'm not really thinking I'm enjoying it. Um, again, my boy, Nathan Roberts, his fucking idea. We were in the call, and he was like, hey, uh... <laughs> He was like, hey, uh, if you, uh, you know, man, like jokingly, he was like, because we were talking about my YWF shit and mm-hmm. like how like, the Triple H of YWF, and he was like, hey, uh, if you join CWS, uh, you have like a like a, a Triple H, a, like a Triple H gimmick. <laughs> okay. He was like, and then I, I don't know if it was you or Vaughn. I was like, yeah, Triple A. That was me. Yeah, that was me. That yeah, was Triple A. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we just started fucking laughing, and then the character snowballed, and we came up with all the gimmicks, like just on some funny shit, like, oh yeah, yeah we'll do the pedigree, and I was like, yeah, we'll call it the pedigree, the '86, because yep. I got this. Uh, yeah, this, this <laughs> the like, gimmicks, one of the, baby. Yeah, this, you know, the gimmicks and '86 is a Green Day song, and like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll fucking do that, and. uh we kind of, and it just kind of snowballed into an idea collectively between you, me, Vaughn, and, and Nathan Roberts. Mm-hmm. The character was created. I went on WWE 19 real quick, and I grabbed my character, uh, which is just named Big Mirror, and I copied him, made a few modifications, um, and was like, here you go. This is my guy. <laughs> yeah, just like it that. that. It was really easy. It was really simple. It was really easy. We had no angles. <laughs> um, we were just like, I was just like, yeah, when you're ready to use me, you let me know. You yeah. let me know. And you were like, I got something for you. You know, don't worry. Just watch the show. I got I got you on the debut. It's going to be crazy. Um, the most difficult part of that was the theme song. Um, <laughs> yeah, we deliberated I, for a while. What song is going to come out to? <laughs> it ended up being Holiday by Green Day. Um, but I was so like, is that shit gonna work for a wrestling show? Because you know, punk rock and wrestling don't match. Like, 
it's kind of like rapping, skateboarding. I mean, rapping, basketball, they mesh up. Punk rock yeah. and skateboard, they mesh. You know what I mean? They go hand in hand. But I felt like that song was appropriate because it started off with the with the guitar and then it go into the drums and then the way my entrance entrance is set up, the lights will go off as soon as the beat drops for real. So I was like, because I put it in the well, I played the song while I was doing the entrance, <laughs> uh, like on my speakers and shit. I was like, this works. My IT. Like I like it. Like I was, I was like, I was like, I, you know, fuck it. Because usually, you know, like. Most wrestling theme songs are like hard rock shit, hard which rock, is yep. metal and shit. The type of shit I'm just I'm just not into. But I wanted to stick true to character, or true to me. Um, so I I went the punk rock route, and I picked what I felt was the most appropriate sounding song for a wrestling show. I love the song. It's a great song, yeah. Just in general, I was like, ah, well that shit translate for a wrestler though. And it does. It fits well. I like it. It's a beautiful song. It's a great song. Fits the entrance. The aesthetic is right. And um, when I say there's some things coming, there's some things coming. We can't really spoil what's going on, but why don't you let the people know what's in store for CWS with AAA in the building? Very big things. (laughs) (laughs) That's capital B, lowercase i, capital G. Very big things. Mm-hmm. We not even that. Y'all gotta watch. Tune Y'all gotta watch. What happens It's about to get crazy. crazy. I it, wanted it, to work with Amir for so long. Um, we tried in COH. Um, I was in YWF for a cup of coffee, and we just didn't cross paths. And it's funny. A couple of years ago, about 2016, 15, maybe. Oh I was going to bring him in to CWS under the name Amir Benoit. <laughs> Go figure. No, no, it was It was WCW. Or WCW. That's right. You know what it was, man? I'm really glad there because that's corny, the Benoit yeah. shit. That's corny. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad, I'm we, glad didn't. we didn't do that. Um, and, you know, it just didn't happen. I wasn't motivated doing CWS. You know, we were all pretty drained from Carl. I, I cut a couple promos for WCW. Yeah. They, were, they were, like, not it. You know what I mean? Um Everybody was fucking burned out. And, we were and burned plus, out, man. On YWF had just just shut down. Mm-hmm. So I was already like, yeah, do I really want to keep doing this car shit just anyways? Because YWF, like, that was that's home for me. Yeah. yeah. And now CWS is a new home. Um, but at the time, I was like, man, YWF is home. Like that shit gone. Like, and then my motivation was low. Your motivation was low. But we always we were just like, fuck. Like it didn't happen to see it. Just didn't happen. You know what I mean? We never got to work together in COH. We never got to work together, you know, in, in WCW because we just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Uh, and, that angle now, was fire for COH. So it's a goddamn shame. I'm still mad about it. But it is what it is. We were doing better shit now. Oh, yeah. No, I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm glad we didn't give uh, Travis that 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 content uh, because he didn't fuck with me anyway. So why would I why would I feed him this excellent content? You know Boom. I mean? <laughs> so, like, so I'm kind of like hindsight is 2020, and I'm it glad it, did, it didn't happen. Um, because now we get to work with each other on this 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 level. Like y'all yeah, doing different some, some new shit. It's like CWS is like how can I explain it? It's trendy, and I know trendy has like negative connotations to it, but it's trendy in the best way possible. As in, it's it's timely, but it's also rewatchable. 
it's not trendy. It's not like motherfuckers going out there doing TikTok dances. Oh, God, yeah. that would not be watchable at all. <laughs> like that's trendy in a negative way. You yeah, know what I mean? Very much so. And like it's cool. This is cool shit. Just like uh like I I'll say like seventy percent of the attitude era is rewatchable to me. Mm-hmm. Right? What about you? No, no, I agree. And then they do have a couple things there, like uh, yeah, mm. yeah, some shit like you know the hand, you know what I mean? I'm like, All right, yeah, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> some of that shit they could have kept, but at the same time, though, a lot of that shit is rewatchable. And I and, and CWS gives me that same vibe of like it's trendy, but it's not corny. And these dudes are doing something different between the live concerts and how like extravagant how every show is a spectacle. Whereas YWF is, is to me equally as entertaining, mm-hmm. but the whole fuck they two different worlds. It's two different shows. CWS is longer, but I can actually get to a CWS show because they fill the time, you know, and it's all entertaining and everybody is really good and the match is all crazy, you know. Especially <laughs> those fucking Mikey matches. Mikey. <laughs> that motherfucker uh, might be working, boy. That motherfucker is a worker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's See, in the ring with him, you better show up with a tan. That motherfucker is Kurt Angle in like in like oh seven. That motherfucker is Rob <laughs> Van Dam in ninety nine. Like, uh, Ray Mysterio in ninety seven. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of the, whatever year, whatever, whatever wrestler had this greatest year, that's Mikey right now. That motherfucker is working on the new level. Anyways. Working. Uh, uh, YWF is shorter. It's more condensed. It's, it's storyline heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking ridiculous from start to finish. The regular shows are about a half an hour. The pay-per-views are about an hour. But it's such an easy watch. Like mm-hmm. me and Vaughn and Nathan... We're in a call, and Vaughn caught up on YWF in like two hours. He was all caught up on all the angles. That must have been one of those nights I uh, drifted off into the abyss. Yeah, you were out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were toast already. <laughs> oh, man. YWF is an easy watch, though. Great shows. I can't say it enough times. Go see it. Um, I appreciate that you really mess with the direction of CWF. That's what we try to do. We try to make these shows spectacles but not too much like never say never again it was a huge spectacle but it was a pay-per-view like it was a mania level pay-per-view we don't like the shows to really go over two hours on war zones you know we try to keep it you know pacing is everything um and even that you're a part of cws here's a question for you would you ever be a part of xwe hmm yeah, you know, Khan will kill me if I don't get an XWE mention in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and you know, I mean, I guess it's safe to say because it's not going to happen uh, anytime soon, if if at all. No disrespect to Khan at all, but I'm doing YWF and CWS, and I'm working tippy top on YWF, and I'm I'm you know in some very strong angles in, in CWS. So I want to focus, I want to lock in, and I want to make everything as as quality as possible for both mm. shows. Tacking on the third show would be a workload. Uh, coming up with all those ideas for three different shows and they're all <laughs> very different and you know what I mean like yeah and problem yeah that's just it's a workload and I'm having fun right now I don't want to make it like like a chore you know what I mean like, yeah, like oh, I feel you Marco need a promo oh, fuck need oh fuck Con need a promo like and then the promo start to suck I'm happy in the spot I am with IWF and and uh and CWS but uh when I feel like solidified especially in cws 
when I feel solidified in CWS, uh, it, we 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 may go ahead and make that play and, and hit X, XWE. It's no secret though, because that you know it's top rank. Top you know rank, the shows baby. are the shows are jointed. Um, so it's it's not like oh my god he went to XWE like you know it, it'll probably happen eventually. When and who uh, is that's the fun part. Hmm. I like that answer. Is there anyone in CWS in particular that you'd like to feud with? Ooh. Mm, I'm not giving that answer away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I was going to say, eh, nah, we, 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 tune in. Tune in. I like that. A man who doesn't put all the cards on the table. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've discussed YWF. We've discussed COH, we discussed CWS, we discussed wrestling, wrestling video games. All the god guys out the way. Because now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get into some controversy. It's time for some heat. Mm. Also, we're going to get into some pharmaceuticals. We'll have <laughs> 10 random questions for Amir, followed by 20 names. Where I'm going to give him a name, and he gives his thoughts about them. So let's start with the heat. First and foremost, there's something I got to ask you right off the top. You ended up getting a pink slip from COH. Explain what happened to the people. I just kept shitting on the show. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. I mean, I'm, not, I'm transparent about it. Like, uh, this is when XFM would get you in trouble there. Um, everybody's talking shit. I, you know, people talk shit about me. I talk shit about people. It was what it was, you mm-hmm. know. You know, you hit me, I hit you back. Or I hit you, you hit me back, and it's all it's all good. Contrary to what people believe, it's like, oh, he's the type of guy to slap even, and you you hit him back, and he he's like, uh, like whatever the fuck, dude was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was shitting on the show though, so I get it. I respect it. I respected it because Travis had always acted so weird, and I don't know if somebody had to push Travis to get rid of me. But uh, or if he just said fuck this guy, but he was always like beating around the bush and playing and acting weird and you're gonna win and then you don't win and yeah we're gonna do your angle and then you don't do the angle. It's like yo, just fucking get rid of me. I don't care. <laughs> so it's all good. So he finally you know he grew the balls to to get rid of me. He didn't tell me. He uh, announced it on like the COH. Yeah, you got Facebook future endeavored. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, we like to. I was like, oh, I got fired. That's fucking hilarious. Like, I laughed <laughs> at it. I was like, and I made, and I went on X. I advertised my X FM like immediately after, and I fucking, I said, hey, I'm fired from COH. Let's, like, you know, let's go. Like, ask questions, and I put hashtag no return from '86. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got pink slip from COA. He didn't, he didn't like me. I mean, that's, that just is what it is. He didn't like me. I wasn't very fond of him. It's cool. Like, and plus, that's the thing with Travis. That's why I'm not beating on him too much because, like, you know, he didn't, you know, fuck with me after. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, cool. It was like, well, I don't like you. You don't like me. Well, talk. Cool. That's it. Mm. Wasn't that major? Do you think people were advocating for your release behind your back in COH? 100%. Who were some of those people you think was pushing him to fire you? Well, I think Levi and Austin were there at the time, so more mm-hmm. than likely. Steve, obviously. As, as Steve, I dubbed him. Steve, obviously. Um, Fisk was another guy that wasn't very fond of me, so probably him too. Um, that'd be it, probably. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Goddamn shame. All these moves behind people's backs. But I'm not, I'm not taking away anything. I, I was talking crazy. About their show while I was on their show. 
<laughs> I was on Ask FM just saying anything I felt. Like, it was what it was. Like, he was keeping shit. it real. I'm like, yeah, this shit garbage. Like, and these fucking guys suck. Like, and it, it, I mean, I wasn't lying. But I could get why they were like, yo, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That makes sense. Hmm. Now, there was issues with our tag team, the booking, me being your manager, everything headed into ultimate glory. I remember those days so specifically. Why don't you fill the people in? Because believe it or not, this story has never been told. The process heading into ultimate glory with our team, Travis, promises that were made and what ended up happening. Okay, so uh, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe us working together was your idea. Because mm-hmm. I was so, like, again, dude, I was, like, not watching COH. I didn't know if I was released. I didn't know if they were using my character. I was not watching the show. Uh, you inboxed me. How about you, you know, how you feel about working together? I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I'll get up for that. Like, I'll get off the couch for that, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Straight off that'd the couch cool. with it, baby. That'd be cool. Like I was like, is Travis actually gonna do it? And you were like, I'm gonna hit him, hit him. And you were supposed to be my manager. That was yep. the first strike. You were supposed to be my manager. We were not supposed to be a tag team. Maybe tag team on occasion, but like it was like a, a mentor student type vibe. That was the vibe we were going for. Where I'm like this underutilized, underrated and you are like the former world champion, and you see something in me, and you want to get this kid to the next level. That was the angle. Very A, B, C, one, two, three, easy fucking story. I didn't think that could be fucked up, you know? Thomas, how could you fuck this up? <laughs> not, not a very common, you know, it, it, he didn't want to fucking do it. That was, that was, that's the root of it. He just didn't want to do it because he did not like me. Fine. Whatever, right? But that was the angle, people. Um, We wanted to do Ultimate Glory. We wanted to do... uh. What were you over there, Bully Nate? Yep. Well, I actually, I think I had switched back to Nate the Great. Okay. You're supposed you know to do N- NTG versus Mary McDermott, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> The natural. Thank, thank God this didn't happen. Uh, shout out to Travis. I'm not allowed this shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, we wanted to do Ultimate Glory. Travis uh, originally was like, Oh well, well we about you know two months away from Ultimate Glory. I was like, well, you got two shows. I was like, okay, that's however many so weeks of build up that we could do this because the angle's obviously supposed to go. He's mentoring me. I kind of collect a few wins. Um, then I turn on Nate. Whatever. We go to Ultimate Glory, do the student teacher thing. Who was exactly. supposed to win? I don't remember. I don't care. Oh, I, I propose that you'd win. Which I didn't care who won. Yeah, I wanted you to go it, over. It I doing, wanted something it for doing, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, and I mean, it was doing me a favor anyway just because I was in the mix. Because that's yeah. all I ever like with these cards, that's all I ever want. In the mix. Whether I win or not, doesn't really matter to me. As long as I'm around. You know? <laughs> so if I would have lost to you, I would have been perfectly fine with that. Fuck it. Um, as long as I was in the mix and as long as I was doing something with some sort of meaning. You know what I mean? So anyways, I've told you the angle now. Fast forward, we end up a tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what our name was. What was our names? I don't even, I don't even think we had it. I don't we were just Amir and Nate. 
Yeah, marinate. Yeah, I think oh, no. so. Were we bad reputation or something like that? Oh, yeah. What the fuck were we? It was bad something. Yeah. It something was like that. Was it bad reputation? It might be. Yeah. Or bad intentions. Something, something like that. It was bad something. Bad booking, maybe. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Somebody in the comments let us know what the fuck it takes. Yeah. <laughs> we have, I have no idea, dude. It might have been bad reputation. That sounded about right. Um. Anyways, so not only are we a tag team, we losing like a motherfucker, too. Um, they did some like two, three day special thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we lost on that. And I on remember Slam. That, yeah. I remember that that some we lost to somebody and it pissed you off. You were like, yo. You know what? <laughs> Funny enough, yo, I'm like, oh, uh, did you watch COH? You're like, yeah, we lost to a flying dolphin. Oh I'll yeah. Start, <laughs> I start fucking crying, dude. I remember that day. I messaged you. I, I think I put it all caps. I was like, yo, we lost to a fucking flying dolphin. <laughs> I was so mad, bro. I'm like, yo, fuck this place, bro. Like, what, what the fuck do we gotta do to get some fucking respect? And notice, I'm not the one like heated about. I thought the shit was funny. You were like, "Nah, yo, like, like, cause they were doing this to you. Get this, doing this to me. I got heat, and like, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm the YWF guy, so I'm not really tripping over this, anyways. You, on the other hand, were like a fucking massive focal point on. I CLH built that for a fucking company. If it wasn't for me, they don't have Walsh, Young, none of those guys. I bought them in. Me. And that's yeah, how they so, do with me. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that he was like disrespecting your character just because he didn't want to see me get over was kind of crazy to me. Because I wasn't asking for no world championship. And if I did, I was trolling. I didn't care. I just wanted to be in the mix. That's it. I wasn't Here's asking. My thing. If he didn't want to do the angle, if he didn't want me to work with you, all he had to do was say no. Yeah. Why well, say yes and then lead me to believe we finna do this and then I got to watch the show, and then it's all this other shit going. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing here, bro? I'm better than this shit. You better than this, man. Fuck this company. Yeah. No, facts. So, we, we, we are a losing tag team. Um, if that wasn't the only match we lost. We lost a few tag team matches from what I remember. If I remember things correctly, we lost, like, maybe two or three matches. Yep. And then... <sighs> he just squashed the match. He was like, yo, the match not happening. One day, right? <laughs> He yep. was just like, yeah, we can't fit it in or something. I can't remember. Bullshit. Um, lie. can't remember exactly what his, his, his reasoning for us not having the match was. But no, you know what it was? He said, like, he was really adamant on this. We not giving this angle enough time, even though he had two. It was two, two months shows. out. Yeah, it was two months. We had <laughs> um, 16 uh, episodes to play with because we would we would have done both shows, right? Exactly. That was our re- We were like... Yeah, because, you know, two months, that's eight weeks, 16. Yeah, so 16. So we would have 16 weeks to, to make something happen, which is 16 episodes. That's easy. More use, than enough time. Use eight, <laughs> use eight as a team. Use eight as rivals. Boom. <laughs> Whatever. Right? So um, that was his reasoning. So he was like, okay, well, let's switch it. Instead of you going together, you, you two going against each other, how about you... Uh, how about y'all do the Money in the Bank match? And I remember we were in the call with him that day. I was actually in the call. Mm-hmm. Like, are you the one of us going to win the match? Oh, well, no. Why the fuck are we in it? Yeah, I'm, please. 
fuck that. <laughs> Why are we there? This is like, like I get, like, and then again, like to repeat myself here, I I understand me. It was you. I was like, yo, he he is so like not into me that he's willing to sacrifice Nate to not see me over here, which is hilarious. Then he was like, well, how about you do commentary? I'm like, that ain't what really you want. <laughs> yo, hindsight 2020, we should have did the commentary. We would have ripped them a fucking part. Oh, that's not what he wanted to do. I should have. I should have been like. I was like, because you know what it was. I didn't want to do commentary because they do long shows. I didn't want to yeah, fucking watch that way yeah. for three hours straight. I was just so like, nah, cool. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then uh, we ended up not being on the show at all. I got fired, and then all that happened. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, disgrace. In the midst of all that going on. You're always getting jabs and subs thrown at you on the call shoot page and you know, on Ask FM. What are your thoughts on all of that? It was a lot of those guys, man. A lot of those guys I didn't talk to, man. Like, I don't know who the fuck Ultimate Nitro is, man. I don't know. Who are you, man? I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> Levi, I hadn't talked to for a long time because he was... He, me and Levi used to talk and I always thought me and Levi were cool until he made that initial post on the call shoot page and then I stopped fucking with him. Because he was just ultra sensitive towards me, right? So uh, he was always saying something. Again, I never talked to him. Steve always had something to say. Wasn't talking to him. And that's the thing with Steve. We weren't really getting to Steve. Me and Steve used to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Me and me and Steve used to be homies. <laughs> like, uh, a lot of uh, again, a shocking lot of, to my ears. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but yes, and he, you know, whether he can confirm or deny, I don't care. But he know, just like I know. At one point, Steve and I were talking on a very consistent basis, like almost every day type shit, right? Mm. Steve, at the other hand, on the other hand, though, I'm like 15, 16, right? Steve, a grown ass man. I don't know how old Steve is now. But at the time, he was well, he's well older than me. When I was 16, he was probably like 24, 25, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, it's a grown ass man talking to a teenager. You know what I mean? But he mentally, he was on my level. It was like, <laughs> take that how you will. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he was talking to a sixteen year old every day about wrestling for hours on end. This is like at the peak of my mark time, so I'm with it. I'm not really worried about that part. I'm not like, oh, like, it's kind of fucking weird, ain't it? <laughs> but like, yeah, you know I mean, me and Steve and uh, you know some other people who are also around my age. He would talk to us, and he wasn't. I ain't gonna say he was on no creep shit or nothing. He wasn't like on the, you know, on the weird shit. But he would just talk about wrestling and music and shit. He was just like cool. Like he was like cool. We fuck with Steve. No, no problem. Um, but then that recording shit is what fucked up the thing. Mm. Too, Steve. That the was re- my next question. So I'll ask the question. Tell us the infamous story with the Skype recording saga between Steve, Travis, Coh. And YWF. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, it's this one call. It's fucking hilarious. Where Chronics fucking destroys debtors, right? Debtors is saying very offensive things to, to James Chronics about his, uh, his girl at the time. Um, so, Steve had the shit recorded. And um, he sent it to... No, 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 no. What happened? No, Debtors made a post on the YWF page. That was a really weird post. But Debtors, you know, like, he a kid. He, you know, he thinking he edgy and it's funny and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
Chronics is mad, and Chronics, Chronics for sure has some drinks on that night, right? <laughs> so he get in and he hot, like he's fucking uh, killing debtors on the call. So um, we we all in the call, we crying, laughing. It's a good time, right? Debtors getting fucked up. Shit's funny, right? So afterwards, <laughs> Steve is like, "Oh, I got it, I got it." I'm like, oh, you fucking recorded it? Like, let's go. Like, yo, run that. Send that. Like, we think, like, oh, shit, this is hilarious. He sends everybody the call. Well, he sent everybody the, the, the audio. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was very alarming is that he had the call from start to finish. It wasn't, mm. just, it wasn't just the James and Detter shit. So I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> I was the only one to say something. I was like, yo, you got the whole call. Like, it's like a three hour audio, three and a half hour audio. And he had it from literally the moment he fucking said. So, like, my only thing is, I was like, yo, why don't you, like, record just the fuck shit? (laughs) I get that. Uh, I've done that. You've done that. Yeah, exactly. Just get the good shit. (laughs) Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, you got, like, you know, because we'd be in these calls and. We'll talk about personal things sometimes. We'll exactly. talk about shit that we probably don't want out there. That's all I was trying to explain to him. To you know, explain to him, it's like, yo, like I see if you was getting the good shit, right? That's cool. That's funny. We've all done it, and it's it's just hilarious. And you know, if that person, if said person don't want that out about them, then don't upload it. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Just respect that person. They don't care. It's free game. It's kind of how I look at that. Exactly. So. Steve got like fucking he got so offended. He got so fucking heated, dude. It's my fucking Skype recorder and I'm gonna record whatever I want to record. And he was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and like, I'm like, uh, I'm Take like, a chill pill there, yeah, boy. So acting like a little bitch and shit. And he left the call. He like stormed out of the call or whatever, right? I forgot who was with me. I think it might have been, I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know. Maybe a Firehawk or Josh or who, whoever fuck was around around those days. I don't know. Anyways, fast forward a couple days later. Steve, and this is why Steve uh, is so mad. Steve apologized because he knew I was fucking right. Steve apologized, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. He did. He apologized? Wow. <laughs> Very uncharacteristic of, of such an individual, of such pride and prowess. Uh, he hit me and it was on his own accord. I wasn't talking to him. I hadn't talked to him since, you know, because he went in on us and left the call on some whole shit. He apologized. He was like, hey, I should have been more considerate. I'm like, yeah, no big deal, man. I'm like, I'd like again, like, just get the good shit and no problem. So everything's back to normal. Me and Steve are cool. On the other hand, though, Travis and Marco have like this weird tension with each other because Travis was blatantly stealing things from YWF. Right. I remember that. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so he would like, like Marco would make a post and then Travis would like copy and paste it and reword a couple things and upload it. Or um, like Marco did a second show and um, Travis was like, that's that's too much. That's a terrible idea. Don't do it. And then Travis had a second show. And then we made a championship called the Global Championship. And then Travis had a Global Championship. But he was always like, hey, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Uh, and then he would go, f- and then we would do it anyways. And then he would turn around and do the exact same fucking thing. 
that's all. That was all. That's weird. <laughs> he would just fucking take our, you know, he would steal our shit. He would fucking, um, he would try to get our guys to come over there with the same gimmicks and shit. And, you know, he was just like, why do you guys listen to Marco? Like, it's your character. Like, you know, it was like, no, Marco and Chronix have a hand in that character and producing that character. And, you know, I mean, it's shit, there's work that go into it, you know? Like, you can't Basically just be like, stirring the pot, just trying to start some shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, and they were like, why? Well, you know, I remember that vividly. He was telling, like, <laughs> no, it was an XFM or something. I don't know. I remember him being like, why do you guys listen to Marco? Like, about your characters, you know what I mean? Or whatever, right? Um, so they had this weird tension about that, right? So he got in the call and he brought Alex, and Alex didn't say a word. He was on mute the whole time. And, uh, I recorded the fucking call because <laughs> it was funny, right? Because Marco and Travis are getting into it and the shit was funny, whatever, right? So, uh, what's the name? I send the call in the chat and then Travis DM me, talk, uh, inbox me or whatever. Well, oh, what, what was that audio? I was like, it was the call. It's like, why would you record the call? Like, he was so nervous because he was like scared to get exposed or something. For, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why he got so nervous. I don't know. I have no idea. But I was like, it's just a call, and you were doing like you was doing the stealing, blading the fuck. Like everybody know you still anyways. Like you know, not a big deal. It was just funny. So uh, you know, he's like, oh, that's weird. You're recording calls. I was like, do you tell your boy Steve that? Boom. Never heard from Steve again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling the truth? Yeah. Why would I lie? And then, he, you know, you know, that's not the last time I heard from Steve because he, he got mad at me and I think he hit me and he was like, you only admitted it because you got caught because you sent it to the chat. I was like, boy, I don't give a fuck. Why the fuck am I worried about y'all? What do y'all do? Who are y'all? Y'all ain't no fucking big dogs. I ain't the mafia. So I'm like, and like I got caught, you know, you know, buying drugs with the wire, nigga. Like, <laughs> like it's not that serious. Yeah, like, ex- exactly. It's not that serious. You know? Yeah, no, it's not that deep, bro. I'm not fucking worried about y'all, like, at all. Like, you're only telling the truth because you got caught. Like, one of I have been known to be a liar. You tell me. Never, never, never. <laughs> I've never, never known Amir to lie. <laughs> not so, one time. So, I mean, I'm just practicing what I preach. I say, get the good shit. I was getting the good shit. Just like Steve, but Steve, that was the problem. Steve had it the whole call from start to fucking finish. And that's what I got uncomfortable about. The, the, like, like that because he had it was weird, that you know? recorded that had nothing to do with like anything, you know, comedic, pretty much. He's just trying to catch someone slipping. That's all he was trying to do. Um, and that call did not yeah. that call also led to some more drama because People were talking about like the YWF booking and certain things got brought up that they didn't like and that now they got a problem with Marco. Now they got a problem with Chronix because they were talking shit about whatever they didn't like on the show. And it just stemmed other things because he sent the whole call. Like what if somebody said like, yo, like that's what happens, man. Like, yo, no, I mean, my little cousin got cancer or something, something wild like that. Like, no, nobody want that shit out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, because then people going to be able to troll them, use it as material. Like, this is private shit y'all are all, talking about in the call. You know? All I was saying. But I do it to, he could do it to us, but we can't do it to them. But at the same time, oh, man, Amir's the type of guy, well, he'll slap you, and he's slapping back, and he'll be like, why are you slapping me, man? Is that not what you did, Steve? 
How do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night, Steve? Uncomfortably, I would assume. And not only that, he said, you're the kind of guy to do that. What are your thoughts on uh, Steve at CallCon on camera sitting uh, around a bunch of other dudes? And he said that you're the type of guy that he would never invite over for dinner. I like my food seasoned. <laughs> I'm so okay with that, Steven. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, I'll live. Why I'll do live. people have this perception about you that you're this arrogant scumbag? Because people are insecure with themselves. I've noticed that over the years. Um, people who are, I make people who are insecure very uncomfortable because I'm very different from everybody else. And it is what it is. And I'm not saying that just, like, I'm a black, light-skinned kid with curly hair from the south side of Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. I have very thick skin. You know what I mean? My name is yeah. Amir. You know what I mean? I got a Muslim name. I got a Muslim background. Everybody Christian around me. Everybody yeah. listening to crap. Everybody listening to Wayne. Everybody listening to whoever the fuck. I'm listening to Green Day and Newfound Glory. Barely. <laughs> I'm very different. I'm very different. I'm very secure with it. And it's okay. And when you're not okay with who you are, it makes you uncomfortable when you're around somebody who is. Because I'm unapologetically me. I'm sincerely me. That shit bothers people. It really does. I don't be doing, because that's the thing. I don't do nothing to these motherfuckers. I don't bully them. I'm not slapping them around. I don't even fucking talk to them. But they have a problem with me. Because I'm me. <laughs> like, that's, literally. That's, that's literally it. You know, I mean, on top of that, you always have had this reputation of quote-unquote burying people in promos. I mean, to me, they sound like great promos, but... I don't know. These people are just but that's because they, sensitive uh, every time you talk. That's because they can't keep up. And that's your problem. Now that I can't help. <laughs> Cut a better promo, man. It's that simple. Hmm. Now, I'm going to be that guy today. And people might say, oh, here we go. You're damn right I'm going to be that guy because it's something that I think. Right? Do you think part of the reason certain circles and circle jerkers have a problem with you is because you're a confident black man. Let's face it, a lot of the world today don't like a black man who is unapologetically black. Other races get called confident, we get called arrogant. What are your thoughts on stuff like that? Because I think that's a real problem. Like if you were white, it wouldn't bother people as much as they do, but it's because you're black. I'd hope it's not. that's not the reason, but I wouldn't be shocked. Um... But then again, ain't Travis black or mixed or something? Yeah, and, and but, but but he like the token black dude for that circle, you know. What I mean, he's the 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 blanket that like, hey, look, I'm not racist. It's my black friend right here, and it's fucking <laughs> it's fucking Travis. He's you know, I'm black as a polar bear, you know what I mean? Like, mm. so I don't I don't know if it's a racist thing. I know Steve racist. Like he he would like he was on like Twitter and calling me a boy and shit like. Bro, I got slap the shit out of you as a person. Like, <laughs> like, 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 Not even that. I heard David Bentz has deleted Steve out of his life because Steve is a Trump supporter. This is according to David Bentz. He's a Trump supporter. And apparently Steve said the people who died at the Capitol building deserve to die. Didn't a white woman get shot at the Capitol mm -hmm. building? So, like, what, what, like... But, but basically his premise was because, you know... People are trying to control what the Republicans. It was a whole Trump diatribe, how it was told to me. But you know, so yeah, you saying that it's not a surprise. 
Yeah, Steve is a is a is a fuck. Like, how the fuck can you take somebody who look like that, who talk like that, who act like that? Seriously, I could care less about Steve's political opinion. Um, he's a fucking moron. <laughs> so, but yeah, he is a little racist uh, for for the boy shit. I have not kept up with anything he has said. I saw that on Twitter that morning, just saying a lie. I, I I saw it. I was DMing Mira, like, yo, what does he mean by boy? The fuck? I saw yeah. it. Saying so, a lie. Yeah. Mira doesn't lie, y'all. That shit was that shit was like, and that's the thing, bro. Like, I sleep comfortable at night knowing that this shit wouldn't go if I was like around them for real. Like nothing would be said. Like I said it before, I said it again. Like if we were all like near each other, you know, in real life, motherfuckers would talk about me under their breath. I'm not saying they wouldn't say anything, but it'd definitely be quiet. Yeah, you know I mean, they wouldn't exactly. say shit for real. They like, they're not confrontational. <laughs> like, they just you know what I'm saying because they're not that type of people. These these are good kids, man. Like, exactly. They're not these. They're not really about that. You know, they're not confrontational people. Look at these people. Look at them. They either too fat or they too skinny and scrawny and they weird and you know it's already weird enough that you know we wrestling fans. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, a lot of these a, wrestling that, fans are real weird these days. That's a that's an automatic like you know you you get you know profiled automatically off rip by being a wrestling fan in general, and, and they just really hold up every negative stereotype of a wrestling fan, and that's probably the most disappointing thing. Uh, coming into like the IWC or call or whatever, is that everything that was said to me as a kid and like you like wrestling and they, you know, motherfuckers weird nerdy geeky ass motherfuckers like it's so true because I didn't know anybody who liked like again I didn't know anybody who liked wrestling to the extent that I did and when I finally got to know these people and talk to these people they are fucking weird it just is what it is <laughs> like every every negative yeah. stereotype everything. That that the the common person thinks a wrestling fan is is fucking true, and that's so sad because I love wrestling, but I don't act like none of you motherfuckers. Like <laughs> these guys wearing costumes, doing full length entrances, and just like what the fuck are you doing? Like, and and adults, these are adults, man. These aren't kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry, I call them kids because that's how they act, but they are adults. You know what I'm saying? They're grown as hell. They older than me. Yeah. Oh yeah, older, <laughs> older than you, older than me. Look, so that's just ridiculous. Big disappointing part about the the whole thing is like, mm-hmm. man, I really got into this because like I fucking love pro wrestling. <laughs> I fucking found all these people who loved it just as much, and it was just like everybody's. Oh, well, most of these dudes are fucking weirdos. Like for real, like. Like anybody with with the you know that has like this this weird perception towards wrestling fans are justified. It's that exactly. Simple. It's that simple. Mm, to the people listening, what do you want to say to them about you as a person? The rumors for all these years about you have been crazy. You know, I know you to be a great fucking person and a brother to me, someone who I could trust, someone who I knew like if. I knew if there was, if you was like next door to me or even near me, I, if I knew there was trouble coming my way, I could come to you and you would like be there for me. Like, I, you know, I don't see you like these people see you. And I never did, even when I didn't know you, you know, although it's funny how uh, that happened, you know, when I was, oh, he's black. Cool. But seriously, what do you, <laughs> what do you want to say to the people who's listening, who might not know you, but they've heard the stories about you? 
that's the thing, man. It's kind of like I got that Carmelo Anthony thing going on where people will fucking bury him and he just don't say shit and he don't really do too many areas and he just kind of like, he just living his life. Um, but this is the first time I've really talked about it and defended myself and told my side of things, you know what I mean? So it, there's a perception out there that I'm like this egomaniac. I don't think I am, but I guess that's what an egomaniac would say, right? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's I don't see it. I really don't, I don't see really it. See. But then again, but then again, this insecure people, you're a confident person. So me loving myself doesn't fucking bother you. It doesn't bother Vaughn. It doesn't bother Nate Jr. or Nathan Roberts. Uh, <laughs> you know, certain things don't bother people. Whereas I'm around certain people and I'm just doing me and they just, you know, it just bothers the fuck out of them. But I'm I'm 100% me, like, pretty much, you know, all all the time. Like, it doesn't really matter where I am. You can put me in any setting around any type of people, and I'm I'm going to be me. And that, you know, it, depending on you, you know, it's where the conflict comes. You know, it's clash personalities, maybe. And I don't fucking know. There's a perception that I'm a bully. I can be, if you are. That's it. Yeah, I'm about to say, because yeah, people start shit with you, but then when you go crazy, they're not ready for that. So I, bully ain't the right word. You defend the fuck out of yourself and more than capable. I got a great friend. He's a shout out Jaquil. He's a fucking excellent person. He doesn't do none of this car shit. He don't watch. He, I mean, he don't fucking watch. He probably know like five wrestlers. He has nothing to do with wrestling. I went to high school with him, though. Great guy. Either way, he knows. He's seen it firsthand with people. You know, because it's high. You know, it's high school. Like you, motherfuckers gonna try you. You know what I mean? Like that's that comes. With it's the like territory. prison. It is what it is. You gonna get yeah, tried one it. day. <laughs> you gonna get tried, and if you don't get tried, there's something wrong. <laughs> and I went to like a, you know, it's all black high school, and you know, this is around like the 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 time like Chief Keith is like, you know, on some Paul McCartney shit in Chicago. He's like God at this time. You know what I mean? So like, you know. I'm like not that Bob at all. So a lot of people try to, you know, play that game with me. Like they could get over on me to like impress their homies or impress a girl or some shit. And then I'll fucking murder them. And they'd be so sad and they'd be so fucking upset. And they, because they just didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? It was like, well, that's what you get just for fucking with people and thinking, you know, oh, he looked, you know, he looked like he'll just take to shit. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm from where you from. Why did you think that? You know? <laughs> So, uh, Mirror be the motherfucker's ass. Tell you that much. Jaquil would see this shit, and he would be like, people would try to, you know, play me, and then I'd go in. Only thing, and I, I'll, you know, admittedly, I'd go in, but I won't stop. Oh, you didn't start it. Now I'm riled up. Like, let's get it. And I just snap, 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 snap to the point where they would want to fucking fight me. And then don't fight. Just heal shit. Just, <laughs> just heal shit. Like. A lot of people fucking got embarrassed by me. I'll tell you one story. This is a real life story. Are you going to tell the infamous story? <laughs> no, I don't know if I told you. This is some high school shit, but. Uh oh. So, like, yeah, this is some high school shit. This is a long time ago. Kid, he trying to play me, whatever. Right? He's like, oh, you a bitch. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. Like, all right. You know, whatever. Like, I'm like, you want me to show you? <laughs> I'm a bitch. Like, you sure? He was like, bro, I bet you won't fight right now. He was like, I, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to fight you. You'll probably be dead in about three months anyways. Shit like that. That's the type of shit I would say. And he got grossly offended because he was really, you know, I don't know if the kid's still alive or not, but he was really <laughs> living that, he was, dude was really living that life. And that was like a total <laughs> possibility for him to get shot and die. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit like that. Like, 
and I, I said it in front of everybody. I was like, you know, you're probably gonna be dead anyway. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time. Actually, never mind. You know, that was just like a, a, a sick burn. But uh, yeah, like if you start with me, and I mean those car dudes know because they would try me in like comment sections and shit, and I would fucking kill them off. You know what I mean? And then they'd be like, oh, he's a bully. It was like I didn't start this fucking conversation. You did. You know. They never seem to remember that part of it. They never, it's always what you said, but who started the shit? No, Amir don't go looking for smoke, but if you bring that smoke to Amir, shh, you better be ready to burn the smoke. Yeah, I don't, mind conf- I, don't want <laughs> I don't want confrontation. I'm pretty chill dude for the most part. I don't want confrontation, but I'm not like... You ain't like, hiding yeah. from it either. Yeah, like... <laughs> Wanna go. like if, you really wanna go there, <laughs> if you really want to go there, we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> You know, I'm here as, for the violence. Yeah. As long as you're comfortable with, 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 you know, the consequences that come with it. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Man. Like, that was a big problem with me when, when that whole thing was going on. And, like, everybody was shocked that I was, like, commenting back to things. It was like, they'll, like, fucking talk shit about me. And then I'll fucking talk shit back to them. Well, if you didn't care, why would you respond? Was, I, like, I hate that. Yo, who, where'd you grow up? How who, the fuck raised what? you? <laughs> what the fuck out of here so people just can say whatever they want to say to you and then you can't say nothing back where the fuck did you grow up at you know what happened to yeah, us if we like... came home ma or dad or, or you know uncle whoever it's a dude in school you know he hit me and i didn't do that boy we get our ass whooped what yeah, no, you let somebody legit. do that to you and didn't do nothing it was legit like if you don't beat his ass i'm gonna beat your ass like it was that simple like it was like Nah, like I don't, I don't know who raised you or where you got that mentality, that bitch made mentality from. But eh, if you talk shit to me, I'm more than likely gonna talk shit back. And depending on my mood, it may be better, it may be worse for you. I don't know, but <laughs> just don't, don't catch me on the day when I got time. That's the one. <laughs> Trust and believe, I will be sitting there liking all the tweets and the DM laughing. Like, oh, this nigga beer killing this guy. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna pay attention for. I gotta jump in. <laughs> oh man drugs my favorite topic you're straight edge hmm is it a work are you really straight edge have you always been straight edge what's your origin with that without getting too personal you don't gotta get too personal um it just don't seem very fun to me uh I, you know, and that was before, like, I know a lot of people was like, oh, CM Punk thing. CM Punk kind of gave it a name for me. Like, I didn't know. And plus, like, a lot of people were like, oh, you like, you know, CM Punk got you into punk rock. I was actually listening to punk rock before I knew who the fuck CM Punk was. Literally. <laughs> Starting that Amer- American idiot, because I wasn't no ROH dude or nothing. I didn't know who the fuck, I didn't know what the fuck that was. Uh, American Idiot came out. That was the start of my, like, punk rock wave. That was 2004, right? So I was seven. CM Punk got to WWE in like 06, 07. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, so he gave it a name for sure. I was like, oh, and it's tied into the punk rock culture, which I didn't know. So he was like the into introduction to Straight Edge for me. Like, it was the first time I've heard of that shit. Whereas I just kind of say drug free, alcohol free, whatever. But it just don't look fun. Like, and plus I didn't see too much shit, especially alcohol. Like, I don't know people. Who yeah, do I was hard. about to get into that question next. Like, is it just an alcohol thing, or is it alcohol and drugs? Like, which one is it I'm more that you're against? It's it's tr- like I don't mind people. Like, I don't mind people that smoke weed. I'm around weed smokers all the time. All my cousins, 
uh, you know, I don't want to put it out there, but my mom smoked weed. Like, motherfuckers smoke weed. Like, that's totally, like, a common thing in my life. Like, where everybody, all my friends smoke weed. Everybody smoke weed. That's whatever. You're literally, um, like, the only person who does it, right? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I don't know that. I could probably count on my hand the people I know who don't smoke weed. Like, literally. Um, but the other shit, like, I don't know, like, I don't really know. I don't know, like, crackheads and heroin addicts and shit like that. But oh, I know the effect that it could, I know the effects <laughs> that it could do on people. You know I mean? so exactly. We ain't, we ain't playing with that. And then the alcohol though. The alcohol's thing. I just seen too much fucked up shit happen. I seen people burn bridges and you know, ruin opportunities and getting into fights and piss it, piss on themselves and throw up on themselves and you know, <laughs> get in a fight and shit. Like it's just too much it's too much yeah, it just don't look like a fun time to me. That's yeah, I, I can see why you say that, especially like sitting back and watching other people say, like, mm, I don't want to be out there like that. Yeah, no. And that's it. It's not like this deep, dark story or anything. That's it. That's it. It just don't look fun. It don't look like I probably like when I when I see, you know, stuff like that happen, I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do, you know, indulge. <laughs> hmm. Well, since certain people always want to dub us as the click. Does that mean that you're the Triple H, the designated driver? <laughs> I would have to be. I would have to be. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I would have to be Triple H. Unless you want one of us doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe See, both. Again, I don't mind. Like, I'm not that dude. Like, I don't mind y'all drinking, bro. Like, that, like I was just with uh, the guys, you know, Jalen. Shout out Jalen. Shout out Matt. Shout out Jaquil. We was just out. And, you know, they had a couple drinks. And it was, you know, it was whatever. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> just, I'm not doing it. If I do, see, if I see it get excessive, I'll fucking say something, though. Like, I'll be like, yo, you need to fucking slow down you need to chill out but you know other than that like i'm not like the, the type of dude to ruin somebody's fun at all ah so you're not a negative nancy oh at least you're not that guy hey what are you doing what are you doing what's going on uh, you're just not gonna dabble no i'm not gonna dabble but you do whatever fuck you want to do if i feel like it's getting like weird out of hand and yeah if you yeah like i'll be like Yo, you gotta carry him out like scott hall in that one picture that one uh video <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's about it for the, the the drugs and alcohol and shit. Though it's nothing too crazy. Do you ever see your opinion changing? No. Tauruses don't fold, so I do believe that hey, that's that's not going to change. <laughs> now, let's get into ten random questions for Amir. So you know, I got to start with this question number one. I've been waiting for this question, and here we go. Why do you hate Russell Westbrook when he's the best point guard in the league, the best playmaking point guard in the league, and not just in the league, but in history? I don't hate Russell Westbrook. I found Russell Westbrook to be very entertaining. Um, he does certain things. Where I'm like, well, you know, if he was more controlled, I'd have more respect. But he's so goofy and clumsy and, and quirky. And that's, that's the part where it's just kind of like I can't take it seriously. You know, you absolutely he is. do hate Westbrook. No, 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 no. We're not, we not going to do this. No, no, no. You won't even acknowledge the guy's name. I just said <laughs> The point Westbrook. guard. The guy in Washington. <laughs> you show this man <laughs> no respect. He's going to break <laughs> NBA history for triple doubles. And he don't get no respect. He's doing it in Washington, too. Like, come on. Other than Bradley Beal, who does he got? I mean, when you in Washington, that kind of makes sense. Because who else going to pass the ball? Who else going to score? Who else going to do anything? <laughs> Free game. 
Okay. All right, so let's do this then. Since you do respect him, where do you rank him? Rank, rank the top five point guards in basketball. I guarantee you don't put him in there, and that's ridiculous. Go ahead. Rank the top five point guards in basketball. Today, right now, as we're going. Right now. Right now. Uh, Wardell, Kyrie. Uh, he doesn't show dang. up with a tan, though. Wait a minute. No, he, he don't show up with a tan. I don't know about that. Bro. This ain't in order, but I mean. Oh. oh, Kyrie? You don't want to put Kyrie in there? I, I don't know. He doesn't show up with a tan, though. And I, hmm. Kyrie. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to take Kyrie out, then we'll do we'll do Wardell. Because he's going crazy. Obviously. First of all, he's number one. So let's start there. He's on rank, but but he's number one. Okay, so Wardell. Yeah, that, that was the first person I think that Wardell uh, will do Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, point guards, point guards, point guards, point guards, point guards. Yeah, let's throw, let's throw the, the Washington Wizards starting point guard in there. Look at this guy. Won't even say his name. Let's t- we'll throw the, the starting point guard for the Washington Wizards in there. Okay. Um. Who else? Who else is CP3? Oh, yeah, Chris Paul. He having a great season. What's that, four? Yeah, um, four. <sighs> Simmons, I guess. What, Philly doing all right? I'll put Kyrie in there before Ben Simmons, even without a tan. I I'll, I'll put him too, in there. But you acted like you didn't want to count Kyrie because he didn't show up with a tan. Mm. But if we're going to count Kyrie, then I'll put Kyrie in 100%. Cause when he got Kyrie just dropped like forty five the other night. Like when he's there, he's there. When he's there, he's there. I mean, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be that'd be the that'd be the five. But as for Westbrook, I don't I don't mind. I he's a, he's a little goofy to me. Um, as like as you know, getting be, some respect. Being go. down by thirty and talking shit to people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I do the like, same yeah. thing in two K though. I don't care. I'll be down third. If I hit my three, I'm it's green. I'm saying what I gotta say. Is what it is. No problem, though. Andrew Garfield. Why do you hate this man? With real good reason. Come on, let's get into it. I don't know if it's like you know we had a conversation about this a while mm-hmm. ago. I don't know if it's really Andrew Garfield. I don't know if it's the movies or a combination of the two. The movie. Uh, maybe not, See, that's another maybe. false narrative. Movie, not movies. Movie. Like I've like I've never seen Andrew Garfield in anything else. So I like I can't just be like yeah he's a shitty actor. Um, because maybe maybe he was doing exactly what they wanted him to do. Maybe. I Which know, he but, was. I hate, but he but you know he gonna take the heat because he's the star of the film, unfortunately. Well, so he didn't write the film though. He didn't direct the film. It ain't Ralph though. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you gonna get you gonna take the heat as the star of the film. Guess what? If you know, if the film is fucking amazing, he's gonna get all the praise in the world. Mm, but, I don't know about that, because when it's an amazing Scorsese film, who gets the credit? Scorsese. Just like Tarantino. I don't know about that. But that's rare though. Like you could probably name maybe ten ten people like that out of all the movies and all the directors in the world. When it, it's I guess. the director movie, yeah. You know I mean, other than <laughs> that, you looking at that movie like by the star of the film. You know what I mean? So, <sighs> what is it about his iteration of Spider Man and Peter Parker that you don't like? What is it? Uh, I didn't like how how he was cool. Like he seen he was real you cool. Yeah, like he was, he was getting beat up in and... school and 
He was, he was, uh, he was cool. He, he did well in high school. He was, he just seemed too, a little too cool for me. That was the one thing I was like, I was kind of weirded out. The only angle I really liked in those Amazing Spider-Man movies was like the, like he had parents this time. I was like, okay, well that's different. Like let's see where they go with that. And it was Sally and, Field too, great actress. And they ended up not doing anything with that. Uh, but yeah, nah, those movies are so bad. And it's not just him. I mean, I mean, movie, movie. The, Movies was no, I, I hate. It. I didn't like the first one either. How? I hate How did not like me, the first me, one? Cause, cause Jalen liked the first one when it came out. Jalen was really into the first one. Cause it's a and good movie. <laughs> I was like, I remember, cause we watched it together. I was like, yo, this is this shit is garbage, and oh, <laughs> and I, I I held consistent. And I remember when the second one came out, and I was like, yo. There is no way they can now get that. Now, that second first one movie. is dirt. I mean, that's, yeah, the second one is dirt, dirt. I remember saying, like, yo, there is no way they can get worse than him fighting the fucking, the fucking crocodile in the lab coat. Oh there is no way it can God. get worse than this. He said crocodile <laughs> in a lab coat. Oh, God. I was like, there is so no way they can get worse than this. And somehow, some way, that movie was five times, ten times worse than the first one. Like, I was like, how did they manage to get worse? Oh, you Jamie wasn't fucking Fox. with Jamie Foxx? <laughs> Jamie Foxx and uh, the, uh, the the Green Goblin or whatever that was supposed to be. And and I laughed at the end when uh, Homegirl died. She hit her head on the, on the floor and shit. And, like, I was like, oh, he killed her. Like, I was like, yo, yo, this shit is garbage. Like, yo, this, this, stop. Stop these movies. And sure enough, they stopped making them, you know. Shout out they to made the, the wherewithal. And they made a lot of money, though. It wasn't as big of a Spider-Man. failure as people think it is. But yeah, yeah could, I guess. You can make yeah, Spider-Man. It's going to draw, you know, 700 well, of course, million. Of in this age we're in, you know, everybody's thirsty for that. Of course it's going to be a big draw. It's a big yeah. deal. <laughs> uh, the Big Bear Podcast. When you think it's returning? We miss it. Very soon. Very soon. Hey, we need that. The hood needs that, a, man. Within a few weeks here, I've, I've uh, you know, I want to... Congratulations to me, but yeah, I just got my my place. I bought some property. I'm, I'm uh-huh. like, I'm finally getting comfortable. I'm finally Comfort. getting comfortable. Finally getting comfortable in here. Just got some groceries earlier. I got my internet going. I you know furniture going and shit. So, you know, that was really the big you know the big deal for me was uh, getting comfortable first, and then once I'm comfortable, it's a go like spam like the Migos in 2017 type shit. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to fuck. Shouts out to you for getting that spot, man. Let's go. A property yeah. owner. I want to make some noise, but I don't have the audio track. But you know we would if we had it, man. Congratulations Salute. to you on that, <laughs> Big moves. At at 23. That's when that's the try. Oh my god, I did that. I did this pretty fast. But uh yeah, no. So we 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 really getting comfortable and we're doing everything one by one, and I'm just getting everything in order, but uh, I'm starting to feel a little comfortable. I'm starting to get my day-to-day life like together over here, and uh, I'm still in Illinois, um, in a suburb now. So um, finally getting comfortable, Uh-oh, you know. But that's that's something I've been itching to do. But I was running around and moving around and trying to get my shit together so much that I, I just I, I couldn't lock in and I couldn't find a space or get quiet, you know, peace and quiet to do the podcast. You know what I mean? So that's coming back real soon, though. Good, good. We need that. It's a great show. Let the people know where they can find that podcast when it comes back. Oh, uh, YouTube.com, the Big Mirror Podcast. But uh, 
I'm more than likely gonna start releasing episodes, like mass releasing episodes, so you can get it on your Spotify's and Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and all that. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Spam that. That's what we talking about. Plugs, baby. Next question I got for you. <laughs> Speaking of getting yourself together, jobs. Recently, you were given a job opportunity. Want to talk about it? Here we go. Maybe a week ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Uh, I'm sorry. I cracked myself up. About two weeks ago, a mayor was offered a great job. David Bentz attempted to bring a mayor into his his future porn venture, sleeping with random women at brothels. And he promised to get all the good stuff on camera and be the cameraman. What are your thoughts? Would you ever be down to do that kind of work? And what do you think about receiving that offer? Uh, yeah, I have no, no interest in doing porn with David Benz. I have zero interest, uh, uh, <laughs> porn at all. No, but that shit was, uh, it was weird as hell and random. Like, it wasn't like I was like, yeah, man, like, we about to go get some, you know, whatever. Like, it was just, like, he just brought it up. Like, and it was just, it was really random. I have no idea why, why me? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. Yeah, I'm 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 good on that, David man. You uh, you know, I'm sure somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a lot of sites, but you know, people looking for work. <laughs> Shouldn't be that hard. He's Paul, very insistent on it. Uh, oh, wow. He's he was insistent on you. Why do you think that is? I mm, I don't know why. I want to make any aspersions. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I got. I may have that genetic quality it factor for that field. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe there's something wanna, he wants to catch on camera. Know. But um, anyway, Green Day. What's your favorite Green Day song of all time? I couldn't give you a Green Day song. I'll give you American Idiot and Dookie. Yeah, like my favorite albums of all time. So you kind of pick a track. Uh, I give you what I've been listening to a lot lately is uh. A uh, song called uh, "Stuck with Me." Um, mm. well, I listen to a lot of. I listen to Green Day all the time. I don't mm. I, like. I couldn't favorite song. I love "Stuck with Me." I love "Holiday." I love "Longview." "Stuck and, with Me," "Holiday." That's a, that's H R I D A E, ain't it? Yeah. No, nah. <laughs> oh, not with like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The CWS theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great song. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I fucking, I adore Green Day, dude. Like, it's like, it's like Green Day and everybody else. Like, I am a fucking super like Green Day fanatic. Like, I got Spotify. I was on Spotify for maybe four months before the year ended, or three months or something. And they were like, "Yo, you and like the top one percent of Green Day listeners on Spotify." I'm like, "Yo, like, <laughs> can I like, T-shirt or something?" Like, I listen to a lot of fucking Green mm. Day. So like, I listen to a lot of other shit too. Like that's the thing. Like I have a pretty wide range. Yeah, I mean of all types of different shit. But it's really Green Day and then everybody else. But I you're talk like, about that all day. Well, with go to the Green next Day, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Green with Green Day, you're like the way I am with Max B and Bon Jovi. That that's how that is. It is what it is, and I love it. Ooh, this is the next. This is a good question. Conor McGregor, explain why he's dirt. And certain fanboys of him need to be ashamed of talking about MMA. Uh, yeah, Chase and uh, Jagan. Oh, we saying names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, you know, Connor. 
Connor is dirt because Connor got paid. You know what I mean? It is what it is. He's he's lost that that dog in him. He's lost that motivation to get up and do that type of work and be successful. Like you look at that Dustin Poirier fight. He wasn't mad at all that he lost that shit. He shook his hand. He got up. He was like, oh well, oh well. Like you know, crazy payday probably. But um, he's and Askren beats Connor McGregor right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, I could knock Ben Askren out at this point. <laughs> you could knock Ben Askren out at this man, point. Man, for real, yeah, he's not, ben he's Askren done. Man, be nobody, like, yo, nobody. But, uh, no, nah, I think he just got paid. He lost, he lost his his will to, to fight, you know what I mean? And that happens. He ain't the only person that that happened to, you know? Shit, it happened to most people who get to that level. <laughs> it's hard to get up at uh, five in the morning when you're sleeping in silk pajamas. Rest in peace, it, Marvin, Marvin Hagler. Greatest quotes it, of all time. It's that. It's that simple. It's really that simple. When you living like that, and then you gotta go against somebody, uh, uh, you know who ain't who ain't that. Who you know people don't know who then had all these fights to work their way up to this opportunity, and you gotta fight that dog. You gotta fight him when he at his when he's starving and when he at his most desperate and it's really life or death and he can't lose. Like, yeah, you know I mean, and you gotta maintain that same focus to get the W. Like, it's it's hard, man. He not the only. It, it's you know, he ain't the only one. Um, no, he's not the only one. That's, that's absolutely that's, true. That's the, that's the reason, though, like why he he ain't what he is. He's paid. I don't understand why that means that you have bad MMA takes. Like I see on my Twitter feed. What are your thoughts to? Chase, who says that you have bad MMA takes. Ben, uh, Chase said Ben Askren was going to beat Jake Paul. He was wrong. Um, I got every, literally every fight right that last card with the uh, Kamara Usman and Jorge Masvidal card. I got every fight. Maga Masvidal. Maga Masvidal, yep. I got every fight right. So, I mean, Chase, I mean, Chase, how do I have bad MMA takes? When I'm like never wrong, I don't don't understand. uh, Oops, (laughs) you heard it from the man. Last but not least, before we get to the final part of this classic interview, pizza. Chicago and New York have always been at war over the best pizza. When do you think your ass is gonna come over here to East and taste some actual pizza, not no uh, cheese casserole, whatever real deep dish pie (laughs) that is over there? I love deep dish. Yo, you get me hungry now. I might go order one. No, but I want you to taste deep dish. Have you ever had it? You never had it, right? No, because if it's presented to me as a casserole, I'll have it. Sure. Deep dish cheese casserole Danish, you know, calzone looking thing because <laughs> it ain't pizza. Okay. You know what it is? Like, it's funny because, because obviously you guys are from the New York area. So, like, I've never had, I've never been to New York, but I want to taste the pizza because, you know, it's supposed to be amazing. I really want you to get deep dishes because deep dish is so normal to me because I, I grew up in Chicago. So, like, I've never lived a life without deep dish, you know what I mean? So, like, it's amazing to me. We got to try each other's pizza. Pause. We That's gotta, a deal. Gotta, oh. <laughs> you you got to come. You got you to gotta have a, uh, some deep dish. You got to have That's deep a dish. deal. Have New York you try New pizza. York pizza? I try deep dish pizza. That's a I, deal. I want I want to try New York pizza because I want to know. I want to know the hype because it's always Chicago versus New York with the pizza game. So, I, I want to know what I'm in for, too. Like, that might be the first thing I eat when I get to New York. It's pizza. First thing I eat when I get to Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 10 random questions. 
from a random dude and Mr. Carter. But now, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to ride off in the sunset, you know we got to do it. We got to do it for the one time. I'm going to give Amir 20 names. 20. Why did I pick the name 20? Because I was going to pick 86, but I couldn't think of 86 people. I'm being so serious. <laughs> so there's 20 names here. I'm going to say the name. And it's not word association because word association is, uh, Nate, cool, Vaughn, cool. No, no, no. I'm going to give him a name and he can give his thoughts on the person. Trust and believe I got some good names on here. And when we talking to Amir, there's one name I think of right away. First name on this word association, Marco Rose. Brother, that is my brother. He is the uh, only person I've traveled. Like when he, he you know, because we met through YouTube uh community or whatever i went to memphis to go see marco like uh when he started doing committed to wrestling which was his independent wrestling company um i ultimately that had to get put on hold because of covid which is the big reason why ywf came back um but that's my boy that's my brother i love marco he's literally like i look at him like a big brother you know what i mean that's that's my guy on a personal level you know fuck wrestling fuck you know all this other shit that's my my dude like that's my brother like that's the best way to describe it like you know that's a dude i look up to he's very ambitious he's very funny um driven as a motherfucker a smart guy um real different real different dude that's a beautiful way to put it oh you're gonna love this next name levi big mcintyre <laughs> that's what y'all call him big mac uh <laughs> Levi was cool as fuck in the beginning, man. I don't know. Like, like when I say, like, when I saw that post, I was confused. I was legitimately like, what the fuck is he even talking about? Another guy was talking to him every day. Had no issues. Um, somewhere along the lines, I don't know if he felt disrespected. I don't know what I said. Either way, he went, he, he made a whole 180 on me, flipped on me. Don't know why. Don't really care. That shit was years ago. Um, and, and because it was so random, he's a guy where I really don't have any interest on, like, making things right. Um, don't got too many bad things to say about him. He's the current YWF world champion. Congratulations. Um, I hope you I hope you have a strong run, kid. And you better hope they never trade me to an explosion. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's praying on that. He, he don't want to run into you. Yeah, but other than that, nah, I don't really got too much to say about Levi, man. Just, uh, he was cool at first. I'll say that he was very, he was real cool. Like, that's why I was like, really like, what the fuck? Because he was so cool with me at first, and we never had an issue. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Hmm. Next name on the list, name number three, Mocha Bane. Good dude. That's actually Chronix's uh, personal friend. I've never talked to him before. But, we, uh, you know, obviously mutual friends, mutual respect. Um, yeah, cool dude. He seemed cool. And like, again, like that's a guy that I have to actually never talk to now that I'm thinking about it, like on a personal level. But he kind of promos, former YWF world champion. I never knew he was Chronic's homeboy. I never knew that. Yeah, that's Chronic's guy. Yep. Chronic's brought him in. Speaking of the man, name number four, Chronic's. Another one, brother, uh, same thing. He co-runs uh, Committed to Wrestling with Marco, uh, that independent wrestling company. I went down to Memphis to to show some love and support, and they had me do some ring announcing and shit, and it was really cool. Chronix is a cool motherfucker, man. He is the most just, like, if if, I get, if Carl had, like, a Rob Van Dam 
or like a Jeff Hardy, like maybe more Jeff Hardy, it'd be Chronics. Chronics is a, he just a chill motherfucker. He's super peaceful. He's so creative. Uh, his editing skills are, man, like between you, Chronics, and Khan, like the editing skills is like top tier. Like y'all should be making movies. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <type shit. laughs> can you um, imagine if the three of us collaborated on a show? Oh my God. That, that, that'd be the best thing ever. It'd be terrible. Way over, way too overproduced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be either the greatest thing we've ever seen, or it'd be terrible. Um, but other than that, no, nah, that motherfucker, that, that's a cool dude. Very a genius. He just, uh, he just uh, one of those dudes, naturally gifted motherfuckers. It's like you could tell he just be trying shit, and then it's just kind of like, oh well, I'm good at that now. <laughs> like, but, uh, shout out Chronics, good guy. There we go. Here's an interesting name. Rockstone slash Marcel Muhammad. Marcel Muhammad. Rockstone. Brian. I've seen Brian in real life a couple times. Just fucking just, just roaming the city. Um, I seen him on, I believe, the train the first time. I cannot remember. But um, I was like, hey, uh, I think I tapped him. I was like, Brian? And he was like, oh, Amir. Like, and then it was like, oh shit, look, we fight each other in real life. Oh my God. Like, oh shit. Like, whatever, right? Like, we were cool. Like, it was, you know, we were teenagers. Um, yeah, I was definitely still in high school. So we might have been like 15, 17. Um, cool guy, though. Real cool guy. I seen him again. Funny enough, I seen him again. I hope he doesn't get mad at me when he hears this. I don't know if motherfuckers, he won't motherfuckers knowing this. But fuck it. Uh, I was, I went to a wrestling show a raw or something on pay-per-view i can't remember and fucking rockstone brian was working the building he was working at all state arena um and i was just like oh shit brian he was like oh man i was like oh shit you work in the building we saw each other twice oh my god you know good dude good dude always been real cool man real chill dude um that motherfucker stuck in 91, though, with his music tape. That motherfucker love him some De La Soul <laughs> and Prob Call Quest. <laughs> so, yeah, he do. Man, old, yeah. dirty bastard. Yeah. Well, UGK and all that shit. Yeah, I be seeing that. <laughs> the rock stone, bro. He's a funny-ass dude when he's not in the woods. Now, I'm fucking with you. I, so I, you know, I had to get that in there. I'm fucking with you, dude. You the dude. Ooh. Next name on the list. Somebody that you greatly admire. Travis Sparks. Travis, weird guy, man. Me and him just never mesh well. I've had a handful of conversations with him. I've never been his friend. I'm like Steve. Steve was my friend. Levi was my friend. Travis, me and Travis was never, we was always like, we always had mutual friends. I was friends with Steve. He was friends with Steve. I'm friends with you. He's friends with you. Uh, you know, he cool with Levi. I'm cool with Levi. He cool with you. So and Marco, I'm cool with Marco. You know what I mean? But me and him, we never really, like, I've never talked to him, like, by myself, probably, like, in a call, you know what I mean? Like, he always seemed just not fuck with me, for real. Don't know. Nah, I don't really know why. And this is before the recording. He just yeah. never just, just really, yeah, I don't Y'all know. just didn't hit it off, pause. Yeah, we didn't hit it off. In fact, he might be a guy where I, like, I might, like, if he want to, I may give him a chance. Because I never, like, I never, like, I don't know him. Like, that's the best way to really say. I don't know him. I don't know what the fuck he into. I don't know his favorite wrestler, his favorite color. I don't know. His, what's his last name? Is that his last name Sparks? I don't even know. No, I'm that's not his out. last name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know him. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the guy I'd be willing to get 
to actually know. So I'm I'm giving it to you. The the the, the olive branch is out there, Travis. If you'd actually like to get to know me, I'd be down. But if you, you know, come out to be a weirdo, then we can part ways again and that's, that'd be it. We ain't got to, like, argue. A, I ain't got to call you a bitch and tell you I'm going to slap shit out you or none of that. He's like, yeah, just don't mess well. Get the fuck out of this call. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, like, I legit, like, all my beef with Travis is I don't take none of this shit seriously, bro. It's all, like, all the, 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 the tension. I don't even want to call it the beef, the tension between me and Travis's call. Like, I don't know him at all. Like, I don't know who Travis is. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe y'all are mesh. I like him. I really do. Even though he did some questionable shit to me, which I don't get still. Yeah, I like I, Travis. I, I, I do. I, I, I talked to him if he was willing to talk, and we'll, we'll see if he actually weird or not. But, you know, when you when you with that circle and the things he was doing in call, like, it makes him seem kind of, like, off. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting name. Billionaire Khan. Great dude. Shout out Billionaire Khan. Billionaire Khan will always be uh, will always be cool with me, man. He made my podcast logo, which I don't think people know. I plugged him when the logo came out, but he changed profile so fucking much that I don't think people <laughs> could, really, could really appreciate it. But, um... Khan, I've talked to him again. Don't know him too. T- I'm, I'm more getting to know him now than I'm at CWS. So me and Khan have been talking the most we've ever talked. But he's always a guy that's been around. Um, I've always respected his his drive for Call. Even when Call was fucking dead, he was like the only him and Coh were like the only two going. You know what I mean? When nobody was watching that shit, nobody cared. Um, he kept doing it. Um, I like Khan though. And now that I'm getting to know him like personally, he seemed like the type of dude I would talk to on the regular. He seemed pretty cool to me. Hashtag con tweet. <laughs> Period. Hmm. Nate Jr. That's my boy, man. That's my boy. I always been my boy. I knew uh, him. Biggest fan. You. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's my guy, man. I, I knew him before I knew you. Um and he kind of like he kind of was like the bridge for me to get to you and you to get to me, vice versa. You know, um, good guy, always real funny, funny motherfucker, underrated call talent too. Um, I don't think people give him enough love for his his creativity, creativity and his ability to uh, come up with interesting characters and shit. He never does anything boring. Um, I like him, good dude. I consider him a brother too. Um, Shout known out to him known him for a long fucking time uh 10 years about yeah since that little tournament on n64 so good dude and yeah bwa that's that show i all right we was watching that show in the call and i was like what the fuck is this in the best way possible not, <laughs> not trying to be like insulting or anything but i was so like what the fuck is this and what am i watching but it was thoroughly entertaining it's an easy watch check out bwa bitch <laughs> Oh, we got that to watch tonight if you're around. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, next name. Our homie, Mikey. Yeah. I love Mike, man. That's my fucking boy, yo. Like, <laughs> uh, his, I'm, we've kind of watched Mikey transition as a person over the last how many so years and it's fucking funny he was this you know nerdy looking geeky looking kid with an afro and now he like this well fucking uh like he looked like a fucking soundcloud rapper now so his, <laughs> his 
transition is fucking is so fucking interesting and hilarious. Um, good dude like Mike. Um, I used to watch Mike on fucking YouTube. He was one of like the last few YouTubers where I actually like watched his videos because I was so Me done too. with like wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. What was it? It was the wrestling anarchist or something the like wrestling that. Wrestling crisis. Yeah, yeah, the wrestling crisis. Um, I used to watch his shit. He was one of the last people like I used to tap in on and be like him and Chase and a couple other motherfuckers. But uh, cool dude, man. Always been a good guy, man. Uh, soft spoken, but when he talk, you 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 listen. He's one of those dudes. Yeah, that kid is fucking hilarious. That's a that's our brother, man. Uh, he's probably top three funniest niggas of all time, literally. Um. <laughs> And sometimes he just be funny for shit he's not even trying to be funny for. That just makes it so funny. Ooh, right. Here's a good name next. The man of the hour, as always, Big Alpo Vaughn. Alpo Vaughn. Uh, I always thought Vaughn hated me at first when we initially started talking and shit. And I was like, I don't think this dude gonna fuck with me too much. But funny enough, he, he's a guy, like, I think that could possibly happen with a lot of these dudes who I don't know who I get all this heat with. Vaughn talked to me. He got to know me. And me and Vaughn are like, like fucking brothers now. You know what I mean? He just had to get to know me at first. But, you know, I <laughs> like, uh, but super cool dude. Hilarious. Creative. Um, check out his shit. Uh, Alpo. He's actually, you know, and, and shout out to Vaughn and thank you to Vaughn. He was the first interview I uh, uploaded on my podcast like he was the first one um when i launched it i did several interviews and i picked out the best one and of course vaughn you know with his personality and his charisma and shit he was the best interview out of the bunch that i had and i decided to go with that first and it kicked off the fucking podcast so when i started the podcast I only had like 400 subscribers um but launching it with him and then going forward with that it launched me to like 1700 like easy yeah, I mean, so big shout out Vaughn. I never gave Vaughn the fucking flowers he deserved, but he was like a big part of like the little bit of success I had on YouTube when I was doing the podcast consistently. Fuck with Vaughn. He's a brother. And he makes really good music. And I'm not just saying that because he's my boy. Like, that motherfucker is talented, dude. He's a talented fucking artist. I agree. He's a talented artist, man. People got to give him some respect, give him his flowers while he's here. Um, so next days will be interesting. I did put it in here on purpose to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> He's not even doing call, but it's got to happen because there's been too many calls on Skype. It's behind the scenes shit. Y'all don't know. I'm going to just throw the name out there. Brandon. <laughs> That's another guy, man. I don't, I don't really know Brandon too much. We've been in calls. We kind of got into it a little bit of some, some, some nothing ass shit. I don't even remember really. But I don't know. That's another guy. He always kind of acted weird towards me. And I'm not really sure why. Uh, I don't know. But he don't seem too insecure to me. That's the thing. Usually the insecure people are the ones to act like that. Maybe he is. I don't know. But uh, There's you know, something I was with y'all. I don't know. We were just yeah. call recently. I was scared we to add I'm like, yo, I hope these niggas don't go at it. Please don't no, let them I go never, at it. I never, I never come in with that in, with that intent. I only tweak it. I only tweak if you tweak. So like... um. He was in the car and we were perfectly fine and we talked to each other. Was, everything was cool. I don't know. He just act weird towards me every once in a while. I don't get it. I don't know why. When he cool, he cool. When he acting weird, it's strange. So I don't know. I don't yeah. lose when. Nah. 
Well, he's a Libra, so that's how that goes, you know. Uh, Chase <laughs> Oliver. Another one, man, a brother, uh, a guy that I couldn't fucking stand at first. Chase had to grow on me. I did not fucking like Chase in the beginning. And I mean, when I say in the beginning, I mean, like, when he was on some, like, YouTube group and shit. And uh, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, he had this weird, uh, this weird, like, entitled elite thing going on. Like, he thought cause he could, like, talk to me and, like, my little friends and shit. Uh, like Debtors and uh, uh, Firehawk and Sam and all of us. He used to just think he could just talk to us crazy because he had more subscribers and because he was older. And then I was the kind of the guy that was like, yo, don't, yo, watch your fucking mouth. Like, don't, don't act like that. Don't do that. Like, I would just, you know, I just wouldn't take that shit. You know what I mean? I don't know if he respected me through that, but me and Chase are like great nowadays and shit. Like, he's a cool motherfucker. He, I've seen him grow as a human being just in general past like wrestling shit. And I love the space that he's in now. Um, good dude, though. And uh, he always challenging my thought, even though I'm not trying to hit that shit most of the time. But he he always challenging me on my mindset and my thought. And, he, you know, he wanted to debate all the time. And that's the one person you don't want to get into an argument with is Chase. Not because cause Chase will be wrong as a motherfucker. But he'll fucking man. argue. To, he, he, yeah, he'll argue down that he's right when he, he'd be like, no, motherfucker, the sky is purple. <laughs> it's like Chase. No, it's not. <laughs> what do you want me to do? No, well, explain your position. How is the sky blue? Explain it. Like what? <laughs> I fuck with Chase though. He's a he's a great guy. Now he is. I like he's Chase. A, I've always liked like, Chase. He's a dickhead at first towards me. I never got that. I never got that from him. He never did that to me. Not one time. Well, y'all about the same age though. He, yeah, he, yeah. he how, how old fuck is with. Chase? I don't know, late 20s. He's in his late 20s, yeah. It's 20s, late 20s, yeah. yeah. Um, but he used to fuck, he used to fuck with, like, the younger guys. Like, like that kid, Kuba, they used to fucking, they used to abuse that guy. Like, like, but I, like, I never got that, like, that treatment. That was on some other shit. But, uh, uh, nah, but he used to just, just, I don't know why he thought he could just talk to us crazy. <laughs> but he used to just, yeah, we used to get into it over that. <laughs> um, but he chilled out over the years, and uh, he's, you know, he I didn't like him at all at first. And I think Chase will tell you that he he wasn't in the right space, and that he thought he could, you know, say certain things to people and shit. I think he'll he'll, you know, he pretty he a pretty transparent dude, and he'll he'll tell you the real. Um, but yeah, no, me and Chase are perfectly fine now. I consider him a brother. Exactly. He's a great guy. Good, I like to hear that. Here's a good name. You didn't think I'd add Chester? Ooh, that's my sister. Literally, she's the sister I never had. Like, just, uh, we talk and, uh, you know, almost every other day or so, uh, at least every week. And uh, at this point, we, it's at a point now we don't even fucking talk about wrestling anymore. Like, she's my personal friend. Um, I tell her personal shit. She tells me personal shit. Um, we talk all the time. Like, she's, she's just, you know, that's the homie. That's literally the homie. Like, I fuck with Chester. Super hard. She cool. I support everything she do, uh, creatively, her job, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I've seen it all. I watched it all, all of her hard work and shit. And it's really cool to see her, all that shit come to fruition nowadays. And, you know, she a journalist. So, you know, that's a hard field to crack into and be, be Very big. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. And she's so talented. She's a talented motherfucker. Um, she can write her ass off. She's a great orator. She's done the, my podcast like probably two or three times now. Yeah, I mean, very easy to talk to. Um, me and her have great chemistry. She's a perfect like 
balance. You know, like a yin Perfect yang, yang to the yang. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, and I hope, well, no, I don't hope we, me and Chess, we plan to make more things happen creatively and shit. Like she's a great, she's a, uh, an excellent fucking partner for me. There we go. See, y'all thought y'all was going to get nothing but heat from Amir. He ain't that dude, bro. I mean, <laughs> unless you certain people. Next name. Interesting here. David Bentz. People have very different opinions about this guy. So I want to hear what you I think. I don't see. That's the thing. I, I know David Bentz, but I don't at the same time. He's one of those dudes. He just be he, he around, but he like me and him never really locked in and talked to each other, like on a personal level. From what I know, um, I've never seen like call wise. I've never seen him do anything good before or after YWF. I love him in YWF. Um, his other shit to me is lackluster. It's me just being honest, but he seemed like pretty transparent dude. I've seen him take criticism well. You know, he's just like, okay, cool. Like, and, you know, he improved. So I feel like I could, you know, say that to him without him acting like a bitch afterwards. Uh, <laughs> other than that, um, strange dude. The porn shit was weird. Uh, <laughs> when, 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 when I was included, like, if you want to talk about your top 50 porn stars, we all men. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Go ahead. Like, I don't care. But it's just when you're like, yo, like, you know, we're going to get you in the shot and shit. I'm like, yo, like, fucking back up. <laughs> you know what I'm but other than the porn shit, you know, uh, uh, you know, I guess a good dude. Uh, he seemed pretty dedicated to call. He'd been around a long time. But, I, you know, I couldn't I don't even think I can consider him like a friend friend. Because uh, I never talked to him for real. He's for an real, acquaintance. You know? I think he'll say best. the same thing. But I, I like I don't know him very well. Hmm. A name from our past. You might be surprised bringing this guy up. Reginald E. Tiller, who you currently have a program with right now in CWS. Let me tell you something super fucking funny. Uh, years ago in the YouTube group shit, I don't know why Reggie got mad at me in a call one day. We were in a call. You weren't in there. You know, it might have been like me and Ginger and my little circle of people around that time. And I remember, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck happened or why, but it ended up with him saying, he told me, you are the Billy Kidman of the YWC. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was, I was like, I fuck with Billy Kidman. So, joke's on you, pal. <laughs> I, like, I just see him saying, yeah, you're the Billy Kidman of the YWC, you know? Yeah, but no, Reggie's a Reggie's uh, you know, for the most part when I've talked to him, which is, you know, a few times, he's a cool dude. Um don't know him too well, but you know, for the most part when I have talked to him, it has been pleasant. Like I don't like fucking hate the guy or anything. He don't hate me, but I again that's another guy he's around, but don't know him. Couldn't consider him like a homie, you know. Yeah, I feel you. Interested to know what you think on this guy. So I don't know that you guys really had interactions. How about the raging redneck Ray Geddes? I'd like to get to know him. He seemed pretty fucking interesting. Um, I've been in one call with him. I think y'all were in a call and y'all were talking about call probably or no, actually we're talking about some regular shit. Either way, he seemed pretty fucking chill to me. Like that's a guy I'd like to get to. And plus, I'm part of CW, you know, the CWS uh, family here now, so I should probably know these things. <laughs> I should probably know who Man, I'm he's, he's a great, great guy. One of my best pals. I love. You know Ray. what? I, I came into a fucking uh, uh, one of his. Uh, what's his show called again? Uh, GSF. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, he was in there. 
That's when I came out of the. That's when I came out of the grave. <laughs> yeah, that's they had the excellent, excellent match. Uh, the uh, the buried live match, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> Good fucking job. I've never seen no shit like that in Call of Duty. If you listen to this, excellent job. Um, no, yeah, I, remember, I I came in the live stream and he was like, "Yo, Amir, what's up?" And I was like, "We, I think we all was like, he know you." <laughs> I, was like, I guess I don't know. <laughs> but he seemed pretty chill to me. That's somebody I like to get to, to know. If you can, uh, if you can, oh, I'll make that happen. No, I'll make that definitely happen. Next name on the list. Interested to know your thoughts because as I went on your Ask FM today, you two used to be very friendly on Ask FM, and I don't know if you guys are really friendly anymore. Rudo. Rudo just disappeared. You, no, no, I muted him. Hey, Rudo, I muted you on Twitter because you 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 said that Conor McGregor was gonna be Floyd Mayweather a few years ago, and I stopped. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. I like Rudo before that. I like, and I, I don't hate Rudo obviously, but he was really like like talking down, like as if I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about when you saying Conor McGregor is gonna be Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. Shut the fuck up forever. Uh, I, I muted him. That's why I haven't heard from him. Because I was thinking, I was like, damn, Rudo, that's the name I heard in a minute. Where'd he go? Oh, I muted him. Sorry, pal. I'll mute you. I'll unmute you today. There we go. <laughs> Let's give it a second try. See? That's what we yeah, do. We give second chances. Don't say no wild shit. Don't say no <laughs> like that to me ever again. Bro. By the way, he's on the team now with fuck Conor McGregor. He's changed his ways. He's atoned for his actions. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Common sense um, prevails. Wow. <laughs> One of your favorite people in the whole wide world. I'm talking... Favorite, favorite, Jagan King. Uh, it, it mean, it's funny because we got a lot of shit in common, but I don't talk to him too, too much. Um, good dude though, good dude. Love anime, love pro wrestling, love combat sports, sports in general and shit. Um, big Connor guy. He got to let that Connor shit go, man. It's cool that you like Connor. I was a big Frank Mir fan. But when Frank May got washed, it just was what it was. He wasn't good anymore, and it's, it's okay. <laughs> but, it's okay. Like, yeah, let it go. <laughs> yeah, you got to let that kind of shit go, bro. It's over. Like, it just he don't want it, so why should you Why should you care? If he don't want it, then, you you know, why invest so much emotion into it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and uh, Jakan Gang. Fuck Sasuke Uchiha. Mm. Mm. Straight mm. like that. I'll be waking like up that. at 3 in the morning seeing him tweet about Khabib not being I'm like, oh, this guy. Man. Just let it go. Let it go, bro. Just let it go. Do your like, bro, that fight happened like four years ago. Like, you got to let that shit roll. Like, like. All right. There's two names left. Here we go. Number 19, Nate Sr. Hey, that's my brother. That's my boy. That's uh, a guy that uh, I've been I've been talking to for Fuck all this shit is about. I, I, if I met Nate Jr. ten years ago, then you probably I, mean, I probably start talking to you eight or nine years ago. Either way, very long time ago. Um, we bonded real quick. We are, like you said, we are so similar but so different at the same time. And it's a, again, it's a perfect mix, which is a shame because we've never really done anything creatively until right now. We should have been doing shit together, but it's cool that it's happening now. You're a brother. Love you. Uh, we stopped talking for a minute, which was kind of funny. Uh, not funny, but funny in a way that wow, like we are really that 
like nah stubborn yeah i mean like, yeah well that's similar in that nah, regard nah. <laughs> nah, you you fold no you fold um quick story about that we stopped talking over some football takes or whatever i don't even fucking exactly remember what happened me neither but that's beside mm-hmm. it was it was really nothing though it was like oh oh you that all word all word okay unfollow unadd un whatever <laughs> and we didn't talk for like literally like three years right for no fucking reason just you know just niggas this is nigga stuff yeah this is nigga shit ladies and gentlemen if you not black you don't understand if you black you get it this is what we call nigga shit this is just nigga shit niggas 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 so um nah man but that kobe bryant shit scared the shit out of me uh january 2020 kobe bryant and his his daughter passing away bothered me and you know i hit nate up and a lot of other people who I just kind of just let fade away for no reason, no real reason. You know what I mean? It was you and, and a few other guys that I hit up, you know, because I'd feel really fucking bad if something happened to you or any of those other people. You know what I mean? And I'm sure y'all yeah. would feel the same. Way. So I, would, I would, I would, be, I would <laughs> forgive myself. But I really let football stop me from talking to this man. I wouldn't be able to live myself, you know? Yeah, because me and you, we had, like, no fucking issues prior to. It wasn't, like, a build-up or anything. No, nothing. Like, it was just one tweet or a couple tweets. And it was like, I don't oh, even remember what it was. It was so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so menacing. It makes sense if it was, like, a build-up. Like, we had been arguing for a few weeks now or something. Like, no, it wasn't none of that. Everything was normal. Like, <laughs> it was just niggas being niggas at the end of the day. And I, I refused to let... Uh, you know, nigga shit just just ruin of what I considered a and a, a great friendship from a very loyal person. I'm a very loyal dude as well, you know. And that we had no reason to do that. <laughs> so, and I remember when I came back around, and you told me you was like, well, you said it in the call. You was like, anybody notice how much happier I've been since this guy been back around? <laughs> like, <laughs> For real, like yo, I was happy, very happy. Like yo, I told Paul, I'm like yo. Cause I think you hit Poe first, and then and then, and, and, yeah, and cause yeah. we didn't have each other at or anything, and then my old Twitter had got deleted, so you didn't even have my new Twitter or none of that. So he told him like, "Yo, tell him to message me like t- right now. I'm on Facebook." <laughs> 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 and I was like, I told him, I'm like, "Yo, maybe a bear message me." <laughs> like it's like happy, like yes, bro. I didn't, I didn't like, I'm like, damn, like I'm. I, Here's my thing. Me being stubborn, like, if I message this nigga, is he even going to want to talk to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I going to waste my time messaging him? That's the thing, bro. He would have messaged me. I would have been like, all right, cool. We back. Because I have been like, oh, okay. But he came back first. So. <laughs> <laughs> just niggas, man. Just niggas is pride, is stubbornness, pettiness, is stupid. And uh, But I, I you know, in, with you or anybody, I, I find, you know, you know, close like i can't allow that to happen i can't allow that that oh, type really? of time like a yeah. week like a week oh, cool like a, two right, three cool. years god damn like this is like a three like this is what 20 said yeah so this is like a literal like three year no talking no communication nothing don't know where you at what you're doing nothing <laughs> just for no reason mm-hmm. for, for no, no reason, reason. We, niggas we passed and if if I could take that back, I would. Uh, I think that that was just oh, real I porn. Absolutely on, on, on both parts. It was just yeah. real. Porn. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely would. I wish I could go back and to that exact day, just like stop, nigga, stop, stop, don't do that. 
I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. But look, man, I'm glad we got back to where we were. I mean, I love Nate Sr. too, and I know Nate Sr. loves Amir. I definitely know that for sure. And, um, yeah, for all y'all out there, man, seriously, if y'all got beefs with people, not, you know, random people who are just, you know, fuck niggas or something, but if y'all got beef with somebody who's a brother to you, a sister to you, or your actual brother, your actual sister, like, yo, just make that shit right. This life shit is way too short. You don't know what can happen. Do you really want to leave this earth or them to leave this earth and you just don't say nothing? Like, can you live with that? I wouldn't be able to. You know what I'm saying? Like, make up, people. It ain't ain't that serious. Nobody fucking on your girl. Nobody stole money from you. Nobody, you know, killed your mama. It ain't ain't that personal. Ain't got you fired. You know what I'm saying? Make up if it ain't personal. If it's personal, be 50 cent petty and take that shit to the grave with you. I'm with that. (laughs) Now, we got one name left. And I saved your bestest, bestest, best pal of all time for last because who else? Can we end this with, with somebody who you love so much, who you honor so much, who's your bestest, bestest friend of all time? Name number 20, Steve. Again, man, another guy who was very fucking cool at first. But again, I don't know if it was because he was mentally on our level. You know, he was in his mid-20s. We were like 16, 17. I mean, we were talking every day. Like, again, Steve. Steve can confirm or deny that as much as he wants to. I don't really care. Uh, but he was like, he was cool with me. Like we were cool. We were friends we were talking every day. We were messaging each other every day. Uh, anything, anytime anything happened in wrestling, we would hit each other up and shit. You know what I mean? We were in calls for four and five hours straight. You know what I mean? Like this is the type of things you don't hear about that me and Steve were cool. Believe it or not, people, me and Steve were friends. Uh, along those lines, we had a conflict. We stopped talking. Um, I offered not to make up with him because I was so past it, but to bury the, the drama. You know I mean, I tried to squash it and I made a post on the call shoot page that eventually got censored because I was burying people and they censored it to where you couldn't post without approval. I was like, that defeats the purpose of a call shoot, a shoot page. Hello. <laughs> but yet they post whenever they want to talk shit, you know? Yeah, anyways, so, uh, yeah, long, long conflicts happen. We told that story in the podcast, you know, about an hour ago now. Uh, <laughs> so, what the thing with Steve is, man, it, 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 the, the look of it, it's the look of it is pathetic. I didn't realize how pathetic it was until I got older. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, after I made that post and then, like, a week or a month, I have a long later, he made, you know, he was in that video and he was asked about me and he said, we buried the hatchet, but, and then buried me on video in the most hilarious fashion. Like, understand Steve, that video, that clip of that, that video is pure comedy to me. Uh, the whole, I'll never invite you to dinner. And he's the type of guy that'll slap you and then act surprised when you slap him back and all his ego and all like that shit was hilarious because coming from a grown man, Talking about a teenager, <laughs> yeah. about yep. about 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 call about call. Um, shit was funny. Uh, I showed all my friends. I was like, "Look at this motherfucker. This is a grown man. Like, this is an adult. Like, you know what I mean? He talking about me on a video, and he's he's trying to kill me and kill my character and, and my, you know, oh, we squashed it, but 
you know, I'm gonna bury you anyways. <laughs> like, okay. But at the same time, I'm the one starting all the drama and I'm the one picking on people. And I never said nothing about that video until right now, publicly. Like exactly. you know, verbally, I should say. I've reposted the video. I reposted the video when it came out and I was like, look at this motherfucker, y'all. I'm not invited to dinner. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Whatever. And that was kind of the end of it. Whereas, you know, I've never said anything, but I'm the bully. I don't talk to y'all, but I'm the bully. Uh, I don't mess with y'all, but I'm, I got this crazy ego and shit. And all those narratives stem from Steve. So Steve, uh, fuck him. You know what I mean? It is what it is. That's a guy I'm not willing to talk to. That's a guy I'm not willing, you know, to to extend the olive branch. Be like, hey, man, let's start that over. Uh, I did consider him a homie, but I was a teenager. Yeah, passed it. I don't have a problem with him now, though. Obviously, I don't know him. I don't know where the fuck he at. I don't have him. I don't have him added on any apps or anything. Uh, any so, you know form of social media. I don't see the shit that he say. I don't know anything about what he doing unless somebody tell me. And even when people tell me, I don't give a fuck. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't care about the guy, man. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I ain't seen this motherfucker in years, man. I don't know. I don't, you know. That, yeah, that's the Eva, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. I don't really have too much to say. He, you know, I think his car shit is garbage. <laughs> uh, you know, the inaccuracy, uh, inaccuracy shit is, is ass. The the Patriots is ass. The Steve Nemesis shit and YWF is ass. Um, I heard Khan didn't have it. Khan told me he didn't have any creative form, and Steve fucking went off, went haywire. Um, about about you know getting phased out of XWE or something like that. I don't know. Steve is a fucking weird dude. Uh, that's that's about it on him. <laughs> well, look, man. I want to say thank you so much for doing this episode. This is gonna be the biggest episode I ever did, puns intended, and all that. You were my first guest. I appreciate it. This is something we've been wanting to do for years, and we finally got it done. The Carter Report featuring AM Punk. Triple A, Amir, my friend, my perfect friend, my buddy, and all that. Plug yourself. Tell them where to get you at. Okay, wait. Let me uh hold on. Hold on. Plug and plug and plug. Okay, Instagram, the big mirror. What is my Twitter? It is also the big mirror. And then uh, my YouTube, you can uh, you can subscribe and, and tap in on the older episodes and the older interviews, too. They're great still. And then I'm about to spam the fuck out of y'all. So if you got me adding on anything, you're about to see it anyways. But uh, the Big Mirror podcast is coming soon. This is a resurgence. I'm back on YouTube. I'm back in call. I'm just back. I wasn't outside for a long time, you know, just getting shit together. I wasn't posting as much. Uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter though, for the most part. But other than all the other shit, I'm not really active anymore. But starting like right now, when you're hearing this, I'm back. I'm back in full force. Spam podcast, call shit, everything. I'm back. The big mirror. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, podcasts are meant to be heard, especially by great people like you. Tune in next week. On episode two, we are interviewing Von Hollywood. <laughs>